here once again at In Your Head Wrestling Radio. I am the internet icon, the pride of the pilgrims, the most honest man in all of podcasting, not just wrestling, but all of podcasting, handsome Jackie Jones at H Boy. Oh man, and I'm joined by my right hand man, my audio soulmate, the enforcer of the Headyverse. One inch biceps. The power goat. Are you high? Nope. I'm alive and I'm well, Jack. I've never been so alive in my entire life. What do you do? Bursting full of energy. If you really want to feel alive, Uh what do you do? What is like, man, I just got to feel alive. And know them part of this world. The answer to your question is so simple. It is right in front of your face. It is. Turn on WWE and watch wrestling. Oh, yes. And then I feel so alive. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't think I even had applause before I turned this stuff on. And then I turned it on, and then it's just like all this excitement. Oh, my God. You got Dean Ambrose. You've got Roman Reigns, the big dog. And then you got, and then you got Sasha Banks and Bailey. Oh, does Bailey make me feel alive? Oh, my God. I love the WWE. Love it so much. So I've good. been liking it. And as uh, Clinton had said in a private message, I'm not sure if the, he's the one to thank. But I do believe that WWE has gotten better since the rehiring of Bruce Pritchard. 
And I don't think he's necessarily the person to thank. But I do think one thing I noticed on Raw and actually on SmackDown that could be his influence, the matches are shorter, which is a plus to me. I, I don't like to watch, uh, you know, 30-minute matches between two guys that have no feud and one guy who knows not going to win over multiple segments. But uh, this week, I thought all the matches were like a decent amount of time for a TV match. Save the big matches for the pay-per-views between people that have issues. Mm-hmm. Well, Jack, I myself, I know that in WWE land, we are on the road to WrestleMania. And on that road to WrestleMania... They always pick up in the storylines and make stuff a little bit better. Every year it happens. Yeah, Bruce the Pritchard always shorter. Bruce Pritchard had nothing to do with it. I will not give that smuck any credit whatsoever. He I'm is not making so me feel crazy. alive like WWE makes me always feel so alive. Do you think the uh, the brother love part where he goes, "Ooh, I love you." Do you think that was based on like how he would just talk to Vince backstage? Probably. I yeah. love you. I've never you thought what... about it till you brought it up, but uh, I would say that's exactly where it came from. Of all the people that have been hired and fired by WWE, what do you th- think it is about uh, the greatest mind in the business, Michael Hayes, that's never led to him being fired? Because he's got drunk and, and did some wild things. I think it is probably the fact that he is uh, the greatest mind in wrestling and you just couldn't replace him. He even told Crime Time that they treat him more like the N-word than anybody else. See? <laughs> I mean, the thing And, he, and he's still there. So I don't know. I don't know what it is why they keep Michael Hayes still employed, but my God. I mean, I know somebody who's not employed. They threw him right out on his ass because he was letting uh, Alicia Fox go out there and wrestle drunk. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, just don't go out there and hot dog it when you're out there drunk. Just, 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 just be careful. And they said, no, you can't do that, Arn Anderson. And they threw him out on his ass, allegedly. I'm just yeah, going to well, throw that in there, allegedly. Uh, the da- Davy boy was saying, he never said the incident. I know the incident's come out now, but he said there was a big incident, and this was probably what he's talking about. But he said that uh, he that Arn and Vince never got along, and that uh, I guess they were always looking for a reason to get rid of him, but he oh, was like just the... just because uh, Vince he is was always the, uh, it. He was the guy that was uh, John Cena's like main agent. He was the guy that would produce the Cena matches, and now that Cena's not a full-time guy, I guess, you know, it was all right to, to get rid of the man. Mm. Slower Cena. Slower Orton. So slow, don't hot dog it. But all, all kidding aside, I don't think you should let someone uh, wrestle it drunk. No. But it's dangerous for the comp- for, for the people in the ring with them. He is an animal from the 80s. And I've seen other people say this, and I disagree that people back in the 70s and 80s wrestled like intoxicated. They might have been like uh, maybe a little buzz, but any like uh, veteran I've talked to, like they don't they don't look upon 
like actually wrestling in the in the ring, like on drugs or inebriated, as as a good thing, because then you hurt people. I mean, no one talks fondly of. Uh, I know people are like, "Oh, what about Sandman?" Yeah, but if you listen, to anyone who actually wrestles Sandman is drunk. They don't say like it was a great experience. They mo- they usually get hurt. Mm. Ric Flair always talked crap about a uh, Texas tornado there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Von Eric. Is that Kevin or which one is that? Carrie. 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 That's it. But yeah. I know it was in his book. He kind of. Yeah, same with Jerry Lawler. See, I think, you know, it's the, it's degrees. Like if you could be get a little buzz before the show or maybe even uh, do whatever. But if you're in the ring and you're actually out of it, that's not that's never been. Maybe she was just a little to. buzzed. I doubt it. You think maybe this is why she's drunk? so bad. I don't know. How, why isn't she gone though? If you're the one that's wrestling drunk, shouldn't you be gone? I could see both of them. Well, I've seen the argument being made that WWE is supposed to uh, offer her rehab. They can't just toss her out on her ass. I say, fuck you, drunken bitch. Plus, she sucks. She hasn't been good it, her, her entire career. Well, maybe that's why she's still there because she sucks. Maybe. Who would, who's, you know, now that they're shaking it up with, uh, with like producers, um, who are like, who, who are the prime candidates to be, that you would want to push and pull for? Like, do you think if you're pushing and pulling for like a best, like you're going to get like a big, a big push? <laughs> no, he's new. I don't think he has that much pull yet. So don't push and pull for him. Uh, don't push and pull for the, the hurricane. Mm. And and uh, heavenly God, don't push and pull for Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> uh, I don't think he has any pull right now. That's He's a pro- really weird one. Yeah, yeah. So or or uh, Adam Pierce. Uh, yeah, he, he might have a little bit now. going on yeah, there because he's been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I know there was a video of uh, I think it was before last year's WrestleMania where it was a video of. Um, of Stephanie working out at night, you know, getting into shape. And I could see Adam Pierce in the mirror. Like he wasn't on camera, but I could see, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw his reflection in the mirror. Creeping. Yeah. Do you think, uh, what if you were triple H? Well, no, I think he, he was there actually helping it work out, but he didn't want to be on camera. <laughs> no, he was creeping. <laughs> do you think, do you think triple H should, should worry about Adam Pierce? Do you think mm, he could swoop no. in? No, Triple H ain't got nothing to worry about. He's the game. Yeah. He makes me feel so alive. You think he's packing? Uh, the game? Yeah. Well, he's the game. He's he he's the cerebral assassin. But one of these days, like a younger guy, I mean that you know, he's he's got the head shaved now. He's still I mean, he still looks pretty much the same as a burly man, but as time goes on, and then the younger people come up, will there be a time where he's gonna he's gonna be on the outlook? He's like, uh oh. I think Adam Pierce, when he comes out, he is probably the most incompetent uh, person to break up people. Like he's tripping all over the ropes, and he's just uh, like he, can't, he he just has no clue of what he's doing out there when he's trying to break up a fight. Yeah, that's so. what you need though, because I always think you want all of, like the uh, the suits to be incompetent. You don't want them out there just beating ass. 
That's my problem with uh, Leo Rush. Okay, I actually think Leo Rush is a very entertaining wrestler, very oh, yeah. talented. But you you can't take an established because uh, on TV he's he is presented as a manager, and then to have like competitive matches with top guys like Finn Balor, it's very strange. It's like if you know Bobby Heenan, who actually was a good wrestler. But uh, but he was you know the manager. If he was in there going toe to toe with the Ultimate Warrior, you know before Warrior beat Rick Rude for the title, It'd be very odd. Boy, I love that spot on Raw whenever uh, Braun Strowman just ran through him and crushed him through the barricade. And yeah, that's pretty awesome. Bobby Lashley's face was uh, pretty it pretty made, awesome. Yeah, I have to say it does make Bobby Lashley matches better though when they have like six mains and tag teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. St- I think Lashley's starting to get more comfortable in the role too. It could be, yeah, could be. I have I have to admit something, Incher. I'm I'm gonna side with you for this week, maybe not for but this week with uh, with the Corey Graves uh, heat mm-hmm. because uh, I was watching Ron. You know, they announced Tory Wilson, which we're gonna get to a little bit uh, more in depth here, but um, Tory Wilson in the Hall of Fame. And I know it was actually a clip of something he said a while back, but I, I didn't catch it before. But And at the very end of the clip, they're showing all these highlights, and Corey Graves goes, Tori Wilson, a real trailblazer. And I'm like, come <laughs> on. I actually like Tori Wilson. I have no problem with her going to Hall of Fame. But a trailblazer? What did she do to trailblaze women's wrestling or anything? Um... Just on like uh, fame alone, I think she deserves the Hall of Fame the credit. Sure, credit yeah. Hall of Fame, but but Trailblazer title? No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> but uh, there were some monumental uh, uh, flubs well, on the commentary oh, on uh, Raw this week. I thought you were going to go into Tori Wilson's career. There's some monumental like heights of. Um, oh no, 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 too far now. But that one thing though, I don't understand that like. Actually, because they didn't announce on TV, but they announced on the internet that her and, and uh, Bruce Beefcake are going in. And I've seen people on both sides like, oh, my fucking God, how the hell can Bruce Beefcake go in? We talked about that last week. But now I'm seeing a lot of backlash for Tori Wilson. And wrestling fans out there, everyone out there, mm-hmm. don't don't lose your mind over the Hall of Fame. It's, <laughs> there's no criteria. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And to say this guy should go in before this guy or this person shouldn't go in because this person's not in, blah, blah, blah. John Rods went in before Hulk Hogan. So no matter what you say after that is just redundant. So yeah. it's a it's a fun thing. You watch it. It's a nice moment for, for the, uh, the legends. That's it. Don't mm-hmm. take it so serious. Don't, don't start petitions to get people in. In fact, I think you're pro- if you really want someone in the Hall of Fame, your best bet is not to let WWE know. Because if they know that the fans want, you know, such and such wrestler in, they're not going to go in. Because that's mm-hmm. th- that's their mindset. They're like, well, we don't want to give them that. Yeah, yeah. And I really don't have any problem with Tori Wilson going in. No, I think she's fine. very famous, and she'd. Fine, that's fine with me. I mean, I, I I think she deserves it more than like a Beth Phoenix in a in in a sense, because like, I mean she had a long longer tenure than uh Beth ever did. So, 
I'm not offending anyone that's memorable at all Mm -hmm. for whatever reason as a character, as eye candy, uh, for their promos, their matches, whatever. They all deserve to go in. Mm -hmm. We've already had people in there that if you were having a real Hall of Fame, you wouldn't be in or at least wouldn't be in for years later. So we're way past the point of that. So just yeah. don't even bother. Just well, whoever they could put in, whatever. Who cares? She was also very nice to us when she did. She the was show. very and, nice. And, uh, and that, 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 that wins points with me. So God damn it. She's a hall of famer. You all leave her alone. And I'm sure it wasn't her. Who got me blackballed from, uh, whatever that, that's that, that, that yeah. show. Didn't you think it was, uh, Maybe Lillian or somebody like I that. I think, yeah, because it was one of the TLC. It was either Tori, Lillian, or Candace. And Candace seemed very nice. Uh, Lillian was, I mean, uh, uh, Tori's very I think, I don't know what I said, but I think it was Lillian. <laughs> Just put all the blame on Lillian. She did it. You know it. I but, know. uh, you know, I mentioned some monumental flubs on uh, the commentary on Monday Night Raw. And one of the things I'd like to bring up, Jack, is that damn Corey Graves. He makes it seem uncool if you're into action figures. And I would say a good percentage of the audience watching are into action figures. I'm going to agree with you on this as well, because the I know this for a fact. You can even just look at the figures that come out. You can look at the price of the figures that come out. The vast, vast majority of not even wrestling figures, but all action figures that come out are made for adult collectors. Mm-hmm. Now, you can argue that, that they're not the coolest people in the land, but on your actual television show that's targeted towards those people, you should not belittle them. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. And that, Renee Young just agreed. I'm like, well, great guys, you're all you all just pissed off. Like, have the audience that's watching here, and you really didn't even need to go there. I mean, this is you have a deal with these toy companies, and and you know they're and just then, making the them feel like Ubers. Yeah, and the majority of the figures that come out are are classic guys from the '80s, you mm-hmm. know, nine, even some guys from the '70s and stuff. Like, there's if you're like eight. You're not going to be like, oh, my God, there's, there's a Bruiser Brody figure. I need to have it. <laughs> Here's a guy I don't know that yeah, I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> you get the, you know, the Harley Race figure. And, and it's like these are constantly coming out. I just There's actually an Iron Sheik figure that just came out this year in the, uh, in the Hasbro. That's another thing. They make uh, throwback figures to the, to the Hasbro line, which I actually have on my wall, the original Hasbro's. They wouldn't make throwback figures that look like those action figures for for young wrestling fans who don't even know those figures. Those are mm-hmm. figures that were out when I was a kid, and a lot of people, you know, who are adults now. And so they they knew that's an, a uh, a line that people like, and so they're doing new ones. And actually, you know, they're big sellers. And they did LJN ones a few years ago. There were like they would do one mm-hmm. uh, per like you know line and stuff. So, and uh, they wouldn't do all that stuff if it was kids who bought the action figures. Yeah. And I'd say that uh, and that's know, not those just are the wrestling. big sellers, that, yeah. I would say. And that's not just wrestling. That's uh, throughout, like, all entertainment, if you mm-hmm. look into action figures. Plus, they're like they're like 25 bucks a figure. You know, 
you'd have to spend like, you know, $500 if you just wanted a few figures for your kid to be able to play with. Mm-hmm. So Corey Graves, he had some flubs. And then you had Renee Young say, Dean Ambrose is going on to greener pastures. <laughs> and Corey Graves is like, this is WWE, Renee. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, God, Renee Young. And she just steps in with her dumb commentary. Oh, so bad. So bad. Does Michael Cole just sit there and it's like, Jesus Christ, even I wasn't even this bad. <laughs> Hold on. I'm having some problems with my laptop. Hold on a second. Talk mm-hmm. to yourself. Okay. When I talk to myself, All right, I'm we're back. feeling we're so back. alive. I'm good. Watch it this. just wasn't logged in. It wasn't... Uh, Applied thought it was, but it wasn't the other way here. But it said it was running out of battery. I didn't want the show just to, to end. No, 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 no. Those laptop batteries, they don't seem to last long. I don't mean to alienate the Hediverse and talking down about their laptop batteries, but everybody knows if a laptop gets some age onto it, the battery just doesn't last anymore. I mean, this is a brand new one. I just got it last year. But uh, I do. if you don't plug it in, it goes down very fast. Oh, yeah. You got to plug it in. You got to plug it in, baby. Still I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. So Monday Night Raw, it, it was a good show. I did enjoy it. I liked the whole thing with Triple H talking to Dave Batista. He was trying to like you know make it feel really real. I think there, he was successful in that. If you ask me, I yeah I I love that opening. It was uh, I the only issue with it is um, not if if you watch this week in a vacuum is perfect, but my only issue with it is how Triple H and Stephanie you know one week they're heels, one week they're baby faces. Mm-hmm. There's really no rhyme to it's just depending on what they're doing that week. And uh, I don't know why they do that. You think you'd have a little bit of foresight, but uh, as the as the angle itself, that was great. Yeah, great promo. Yeah, great promo from Triple H. I really enjoyed that and how he, you know, Dave Batista does have his. Uh, I don't know if they needed to bring up the whole Reed thing, but I guess it helped it with the promo. But yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I, I agree. Just, I, I just find that important. I do too. But they've already done it before. They did a whole angle with uh, Charlotte mm-hmm. with it. I agree that doesn't need and it, it, it wasn't needed. You could you you have sympathy for Batista being up flair as it is without bringing in the, the dead son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just don't think that's good for the family because bringing that up. I mean, because that's, that's definitely a hard blow to them. I mean, but I know Rick, Rick Flair is probably like, yeah, man, bring it up, you know. Uh, but uh, well, I, just, I think it's like there's nothing else he could say, but I do think it really hurts his feelings hearing it. Mm-hmm. He's a very emotional guy. Oh, yeah. And that's something that anyone would be emotional about. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awful to have to bury one of your children. But, yeah. Real quick, back to the action figure thing. Uh-huh. Is, uh, I also think that's a that's a peek into WWE's mindset. Why Zack Ryder never gets pushed, even when he was like Im- immensely over, mm-hmm. is they they look down upon him because he likes action figures and and well, what they deem as nerdy things. You got these two guys. They decide to start up a podcast. You know that it, it appeals to a lot of their fans mm-hmm. that they're into action figures and. uh 
uh, you know, uh, you know, I'll why be honest, push I, them, wa- you know? I watched some of it and to me, I'll be honest, it did come off even nerdy to me. Mm-hmm. It's not something I'd watch. I thought it was pretty, but that being said, I know people are really into that stuff. I like action figures myself. I just thought they themselves were kind of dorky on it, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. <laughs> They, they don't, they uh, don't what, what they do just cream their jeans over uh I saw one and he was opening up yeah he was like it was only Zack Ryder at the time and uh he was opening up these new Ninja Turtle figures that, that uh-huh. were like they were like I never saw them in the store but like there was a Roddy Piper one and a ho I don't know if it was Hogan or not but I know there was a Roddy Piper one they were you know the four Ninja Turtles but they were dressed up as wrestlers for some reason and he was just go oh I saw it too because I saw that. That one wasn't too bad. It was just like he was very excited. The worst one though, which actually like oh my, I just felt bad for the man, was he was, he opened these fart toys, mm-hmm. uh, and it, they're uh, for I don't know why these are even made, but they're like little they're fart like monsters made for kids, and then you squeeze them and they fart. And they each have a different scent of a fart. One's like a meaty mm-hmm. fart. Mm-hmm. And he and he was inhaling. He stick up to his face. Oh, I love the smell. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking weird. Like, he's just inhaling, you know, toy farts. Yeah, I don't know what would be in that, that, that they could reproduce a toy and make it fart. That can't be good for you, I want to think. Yeah, I remember a skunk or as a kid. With the He-Man, and he just smelled like mildew. I still wonder what was inside of him, but, mm-hmm. but I didn't sit around just inhaling it, going, oh, I love the smell. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> then he even mentions that he tasted it, one of them, because he inhaled it. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, it's weird. Well, as nerdy as the uh, action figure podcast may be, they never did take on Castle Grayskull, that's for sure. True. And they they don't they don't pick on um they don't pick on uh, up up right right whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, you, you know and that's pretty nerdy too playing with old video games yeah that's probably the nerdiest of them all I would say if you do that by God you are the nerdiest piece of shit that's ever walked the face of the universe. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever feel alive like I do when I turn <laughs> right. on WWE yeah. television. I even feel embarrassed when people tell me. They're like, man, I'm playing, you know, and they'll send pictures. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, boy, that's great. Jack, mm-hmm. I realize where you're coming from on this. But do you remember the time that I loaned you my N64? No, that never happened. Oh, Oh, yeah, that was TJP. I'm sorry. TJP and Brian Kendrick. Well, that was a hell of a wrestling storyline, though. Oh, those fucking guys. <laughs> but I yeah. used to like Brian Kendrick. Then he became just like the, the worst man alive. <laughs> the worst man alive? Okay, that's a that's a pretty uh, hardcore uh, title to give oh, somebody. Oh, God, I would just see him, and I'm like, ah, fucking, look at this fucking guy, the Brian Kendrick, and he has like a pirate flag. He's like Robbie Scar on Facebook talking about, you know, this airship and fighting Krakens. And, oh, mm-hmm. just the worst. Him and TJP, it, it's up there. I don't know who I dislike more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even like Titus O'Neil better. Ooh, that's, that's strong. <laughs> just because he's the guy who trips. 
falls underneath the ring. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like him either, but at least he doesn't have a pirate flag. Good mm-hmm. lord. Mm-hmm. Now, kidding aside, I know you're into the video games and just fooling around, but mm-hmm. do you think that's a good gimmick for a guy? Like, I mean, I actually like action figures, but I wouldn't think like the on-air gimmick. Like, as a because his gimmick, TJP, was he just played game video games. It's like, how does that, you know, how does that become part of his wrestling character? <laughs> it doesn't. I don't. I don't think you can make that part of your wrestling character. I think he should have just came into WWE as suicide. Yeah, well, I don't know if he really wants suicide. To. So alive. That's almost like a song man like song because it makes zero <laughs> sense. He's makes so, sad, he's so alive. Yeah. Except for it's multi syllable words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more coherent, than, but <laughs> it, it does make a, no sense the first line that he's so alive. But. <laughs> right. On suicide. And the, I, I'm not a guy like you have to have set out great messages for the kids. You know, what? But but is that really like a great character? Like he's mm. this man who's supposed to kill himself? <laughs> I've never understood the suicide thing, but then they turned him to manic and I thought that was even worse. And then I was like, you go back to suicide. Yeah. Now, at least <laughs> like with, with Sabu, it's, he was suicidal, Hamas. And like, so that made sense. He's like, do all this crazy stuff. He's suicidal. Not he's just straight up suicide. Mm-hmm. Very weird. And he never did, like, so he was just really a failure, wasn't he? Because he never did go through with his name. Mm-mm. No, he never did. Never this did. Is, this is not really wrestling related, but, you know, I hear people sometimes refer to as suicide survivors. And it's like, that name doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because it's really like, you. it was something you did, so you don't survive something you, you were actually just a failure. You were you were a suicide failure, not a suicide survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's really probably good that you're calling out that they're they're a failure. I mean, I think they're just trying to boost their spirits in a way. Like, but I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. I do agree with you, but Al Wolf saying you had the words wrong. Intro. It's actually suicide come to life. No, suicide that, comes makes alive. A, that makes equally less sense. <laughs> equally is, is no sense. So he's kind of like a Frankenstein or something. He's he's coming to life, and he's saying he was a video game character that came to life. I don't. Yeah, think I that, know that. Oh, I I, I didn't. I knew he was I, a video game character, that. but I never put it together that he's a video game character that comes alive. But right. it's all making more sense to me now. So I, I thank you for one, that, lovely yeah, guy. Yeah, he's still suicide. It's mm-hmm. still like very bizarre. <laughs> See, he why was they, like, why did they? Why did they just call him? You know, the masked, you know, a bullet or something. Why didn't why did he have to be suicide in the video game itself? Isn't that weird to put out a video game and you have a character in there called Suicide? Mm-hmm. It's a little strange, a little strange, but that company's not in business anymore. So could he kill himself in the game? Like now that would be a fun game. Like so like you have like a suicide bomber character and like his his finish is he just like blows himself up in, in the in the wrestler. Hmm. <laughs> Like a kamikaze, like World mm. War II pilot, and like 
<laughs> Pearl Harbor somebody. Yeah, yeah. Man. When we used to play the uh, WWE role playing game, which a lot WWF, a lot of people don't believe that's real, but it, it did uh, come out. For, I forget the company. I've scanned uh, our action, our action figure. I scanned our character sheets before, but uh, one of my friends, which God, this sucks. Daniel Sullivan, who actually died last year, that's very sad. And I think about it. No, um, he didn't suicide, did he? No, he had a wrestler named the Kamikaze Kid. Okay. Hmm. Kamikaze Kid. So would he suicide in the game? No, this was 94. So there, was, there wasn't a video game out there. Okay. Well, you said it was a role-playing game, right? Yeah, role, an actual role-playing game with dice and, and cards. You know, you made characters and sat around with people and played. Not... It wasn't like a video game. Yeah, but Suicide's character, he was uh, like, if you made a create your own wrestler, like right. he was like he, he he was like the first few matches that you played as before, you, like you created your character and all that, and in the storyline mode for the first TNA uh, video game. Was that the only TNA video game? I think they had two. Really. I think, yeah, I, I never did play the follow up, but uh, yeah, I think a claim released two before a claim went out to business. So, yeah, I think there was two. I could be wrong about that. I'm just thinking, you know, if you wanted to bring back like those exploding ring matches, I think you know doing it with like you give like the those what are those brothers with like Kali? You give one of them like a suicide bomber gimmick. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See money in this. <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch that at all, but uh, anyhow, mm-hmm. yes, Raw Pat. was good though, and there was no suicide. Mm-hmm. The Raw was good. I watched the entire show. SmackDown, I don't have a clue of what happened on it, so I did yeah. not. Watch. But I think there's some more stuff I want to bring up. Uh, I, now, there's two things here. I thought the Ronda heel turn was great. And people want to boo her anyway, so you go with it. People love Becky, you go with it. The lead up to it, if you if I sit down and think about it, it makes no sense. Rhonda gives up the belt because they won't reinstate Becky. The very next week, they reinstate Becky. So there would be no reason for Rhonda to relinquish the title. Mm-hmm. So instead of just saying, well, now the match is back on, now instead it's Charlotte versus Becky... And now Ronda wants the title that she just gave up last week. Very convoluted. It's really like we they shoehorned in, you know, uh, Charlotte into this. And the whole storyline is kind of a mess. But I am looking forward to the match. And there is uh, a ton of heat for, for Ronda. And I, I always think, I mean, this is what they should have done, I think, uh, years ago with Roman. When, when people want to boo the person run with it because then i think you have a you could have a heat you know heat magnet and i think mm-hmm. uh, ronda now is like arguably the most over you know heel yeah yeah um i was listening to disco inferno and um and uh conan talk about ronda rousey and they're talking about some of her promos how they feel forced and they don't feel like natural and i totally disagree I think that her a lot of her promos are, are pretty good, really. I think I think she shows I, a lot of fire and and she really makes it feel real to me, honestly. 
I agree. Like, I I'm not so sure that like she's like acting whenever she does that, and, and that's a good thing. I agree with that. I think some of the, the verbiage, the lines given to her are, are bad, just like the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that Dave Meltzer said, and I actually agree with, is that some a lot of her stuff, it's a little um, a little bit off, so it doesn't seem so rehearsed. But I think that actually adds to it because if you were really out there talking with your emotions, that's how you would talk. You yeah. wouldn't have perfect lines that are you know totally remembered, uh, memorized, you know, and perfect. And uh, I think when she's out like this week and she's out there talking with the fans, you could tell she believes that. That's from her heart, and I, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. It adds a lot of realism to it. And I think her promos are pretty good whenever, you know, she shows fire like that. And But uh, I, I feel, I don't think it was right that the fans kind of turned on her, but they did. So. But they did, so run with it is my Yeah, my yeah I, I kind of wish that she did have more face time, you know, where she uh, was stayed a good, a good girl. Yeah. And, uh, but it didn't happen. So. My, now I don't like to be the guy that's like, oh, well, this is how you know I would do it. But the only tweak I would have done on this is I wouldn't have had her give up the title, keep her the champion. Mm-hmm. But at Fastlane, keep the Becky versus Charlotte match. But the winner then just goes on to face Ronda in a singles match. Because then you'd have the money match people want to see. You'd, you'd have Becky versus Ronda, uh, the person they love versus the person they hate. You also wouldn't have uh, Ronda just giving up the title without losing it. You'd have her keeping the belt for another month. And then when Becky wins the title, it would be beating the uh, the person that was undefeated. And I always think it's better when someone wins the title from the champion, especially with someone that's been established, you know, as like uh, the top person. Mm-hmm. It also really makes Rhonda they... look crazy that she's just like, I'm giving up the belt. And then she's like, well, give me back the belt. Yeah. <laughs> just... Then she's standing there with the sign behind her holding the belt up. But it's like, well, you had, you had this anyway. You already had the, you already had the uh, WrestleMania main event as the champion. So it's very strange. Also, and... I think that they are going to go now with Becky beating Charlotte in the three-way match instead of, Becky beating Ronda, and I think that's a mistake too. And Becky won the Royal Rumble, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> it's like, so kind of negates the Rumble, like you know, if you can yeah. win it and you don't even get it, get your thing anyway. It's... Yeah, it's like, well, what the hell, is Charlotte doing in the match when Becky won? It's just like Charlotte's the one who should be fighting her way into the match. So, but I don't know. But uh, Raw's been, uh, like I said, it is, it is mostly mostly uh, WrestleMania. But I why can't they do that all year round? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't crazy about Becky just getting beat down like she got. You know, I thought maybe she should have had a little bit more offense uh, as a contender. I was fine with it because she's run in and beat both of them up when, with one leg like several times. So totally. Plus, he had the big heel turn. It really gives Ronda... Uh, you know, a lot of heat with the fans just beating the hell out of uh, their favorite. I think that's just classic uh, wrestling. I, I did think Charlotte was good when she was backing off, like, ooh, <laughs> like she, she was just letting her beat up on Becky. I thought that was a good heel move, yeah. but uh, I'm thought... kind of sick of Ronda on the one leg, though. 
Because I, if she's really on one leg, Becky Becky on one leg, yeah. Because if you're really like one, you know, can only use one leg, like it's really unbelievable that any other trained, you know, wrestler can not just beat the hell out of you. I don't have a clue what that she was saying last week when the cops was arresting her. I I couldn't make out anything of that. She's like, oh, they do one leg. Oh, there's the daughter. I'm like, what the hell is she saying? I thought you would know. You're Irish. I, I know, but I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't understand a word she was saying when they were arresting her. My that mom always thinks that her ever. My mom always thinks her accent's fake, and I'm like, no, she's really. That's real. <laughs> that's a real accent. Yeah. But maybe, maybe LeBlue can fill me in on that one. So I, I. Don't have a something about she needs her hands to hold up the title or something. I I, I don't know. I, I I couldn't make out any of that. And I've seen it a bunch of times because they they've replayed it on Monday Night Raw. And then she's got like uh, the the T shirt with her face on it being arrested. Why would you want that? And it's like ah right, here I am. Here's my mugshot. Like if it was real. Would you want to be No, but WWE loves that. Yeah. yeah, they always put out those mugshot shirts. McMahon must just think it's hilarious. Well, they put out the Booker T mugshot shirt or the Big Show. Yeah, Big Show's got a pretty infamous mugshot. Yeah, Vince McMahon did. But I know uh, when uh, Anthony Cumia and uh, Artie Lang did their show, uh, you know, like the logo. Well, they had a different logo, but they always had their mugshots like right on the like the the front of the um their desk. Already, he was arrested because I think he like gave the um, the uh, like a bank teller like a fake bomb note as a joke. <laughs> like, like uh, it was a very poor decision on his part. But uh, yeah, I believe that was it, what he was arrested for at the yeah, time. He's been a right. He's been arrested a lot since then. <laughs> I feel bad for Artie Lang, poor Artie Lang. But well, I, mean, I, I know something. It's his own doing, but I still feel bad for him. I think Artie Lang, he's he's here because he's going to take a bullet for the Pope or something. There is a reason this man is alive and, like, Luke Perry's dead. Yes. It makes no damn sense whatsoever. So I, I'm going to – I don't want this to come off that. I have no emotional attachment to, uh, to um, Luke Perry just because I never watch anything that he was in. But it's very sad that, you know, someone uh, like, you know, 52, I think it was, uh, you know, had a major stroke and then passed away. And yeah. as far yeah. as I knew, he's like in great shape and everything. So. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense, but it's just, it's, you just do not know when your time is up in this world. I mean, you really don't. That, and like yeah. his son was signed to AEW, so he's into wrestling now. He's like, what is he, like the jungle boy or? Yeah. 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 So I guess uh, Luke Perry's even at some shows he was at, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's David like talk about. there's the nine hundred two one old guy. I remember yeah. when I was a young child, Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke Perry was the cool hit uh, hip guy from nine hundred two one zero. I think he was even more cooler than Jason Priestley. Really? I looked at one of my friends and I said, you know, I look just like Luke Perry. And my friend agreed with me. <laughs> and I know my friend was just full of shit. And he was, he was just trailing me along. But I did want to look like Luke Perry. Because I thought that was like the the uh, quintessential ladies man kind of look. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this is coming from like uh, I don't know, like the the thirteen year old or twelve year old uh, incher, however yeah. old. Was. No, I mean at the time he definitely was like the, yeah. the bad boy. I remember my aunt actually had a poster of him on her wall when I was uh mm. was in the it was sometime in the nineties. I was like sixteen and I uh, was out visiting her and she had a poster of him on her on a wall. And Luke Perry, the little time machine there for all the youngsters. Luke Perry, he was the he was the uh, the ladies man, or kind of like the dangerous guy from not yeah, the bad boy, bad boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I said that he was the Donnie of nine oh two. That did yeah. Apparently, I'm going to be interviewing uh, not Donnie. I think it's Danny from the New Kids on the Block on Inside Your Head. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, that did remind me of something. the The Roman Reigns promo at the beginning of Raw. Uh, that really hit home to me. Very connected with, uh, connected to me a lot. Um, the last couple of years, I had many uh, near death experiences and health concerns and a lot of things go through mind at that time. Uh, what I came out with that and it's still, you know, I always think about is, you know, I'm not here forever. None of us are. And, uh, you never know when, uh, you won't be here or not. Or you might not, or you never know when you won't be able to do what you want to do. And so that mindset, I've always thought, you know, I'm going to do uh, what I enjoy doing while I can and be around people I enjoy being around, you know, while I can. And so I thought that was a, a great promo. And even though I think without that promo, the reunion of the uh, Shield probably wouldn't make a lot of sense. With that promo, it totally makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a great moment when uh, all the three Shield, you know, put the fist out. That made me happy. I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And I saw people say, well, what's the end game? It's a Roman Reigns heel turn. Well, first of all, the man is so over right now. You'd be a fucking moron to turn him heel. And there's no, why does there have to be an end game? Why is everything like this lead to these guys splitting up? Why can't it just be this? This mm-hmm. is a feel good moment for the fans. They get to see the three guys bat together that they really like. They get to see him vanquish the three guys that they hate. That's been like the, the, the heel facts and raw for months, you know, at fast lane. And then they, then basically they have their own matches at WrestleMania. It's kind of, I think it's pretty much a one-time deal and it's just the, it's just a, not every match has to, you know, go on to other matches and other angles. Sometimes you just have a match that you want to see like Batista and mm-hmm. triple H. I don't think that's going to lead to, you know, a, a bunch of other things. I think this, this is it. It'll lead to that match. And what's wrong with that? When he first called out Seth Rollins and he said he had like a piece of business with him, I was like, oh God, are they going to like, is he going to ask him to take his place in WrestleMania? And I was like, that, that, that's going to be terrible. Don't do that. But they didn't. Uh, so I'm glad that they did it and they brought in the whole shield thing. And uh, I thought that was good. And like you said, you know, it made total sense that he would do that because he had a pretty, pretty close call there, but. Yeah, and it, it like really wouldn't too, make you know? any sense to to make him like, oh, I just beat leukemia. Now I'm gonna beat your ass, Seth Rollins, because I don't know. You remind me of leukemia, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, he made fun, but uh, I like the whole the whole the group. It's like at the end of the day, they're brothers. Sometimes mm-hmm. they have fights, and they're all their own personality. I mean, all that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people can. Uh, relate to that either your actual brother you know or family or just a friend that at the end of the day you would always be friends with but you have your you know your disagreements with and and can fight with so Uh, they're they're keeping up what i believe could be a storyline is that dean ambrose is going to be leaving mm -hmm. 
Do you think the he's still I don't know if he ever was, to be honest. I know, you know, Meltzer really thinks he was, but there's just something to me about w- things are different, though. They, they talk about things I wouldn't think they would ever before. But the idea of saying a guy's leaving, you know, long before he does in WWE is is odd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think maybe they're going, they're trying to do a, you know, maybe kind of a Pillman angle where his contract is up. And so they're playing off that, but he'll, mm-hmm. he really is going to sign, but he hasn't actually actually signed yet. Cause yeah. honestly, even with the, the Hardy boys, Matt, I apparently, I guess knew all along he's resigned with W or maybe even did resign with WWE a while back, but he was putting out there. He was a free agent and even posted like a picture of him and Cody Rhodes together. And it was clearly to think, to get you to think that he was going to AEW. Mm-hmm. So I think to, in today's age, that's part of how you, you can act. You can't work people into thinking matches are real anymore, but you can still work people in, in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of how you, you can, you know, I say that, but there is a, a alarming number of people I've seen on Facebook who really believe that Becky and Rhonda are like shooting with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you people are fucking like, you know, you're on the spectrum. Well, I can tell once they're like engaging that it's not like, like yeah, they're not really punching each other and all that. Sure, but, it might uh, be stiff and snug, and they mm-hmm. might say like, you know, but but I mean, it's not like they're actually out there fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. The promo, she'd have Becky would have no shot. No, 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 no. But the, the promo work, I think, has been very good, like where it, it almost feels real, you know, like it, it, it they, they, they make it very uh, realistic, it seems like. So it seems like they're legit pissed at each other. So, yeah, well, at least on Rhonda's part, she really seems yeah. like she's angry at Becky. It's weird because wasn't that, maybe two months ago, I almost just stopped watching the show. And, uh, now I'm really, like you said, I think you, if you probably go back every year, it's the same thing, but uh, hopefully this <laughs> continues after Mania. You know, it never uh, does. It never does. It uh, never does, but they <laughs> always pick it up at WrestleMania time and you really, and it gets you into it. And uh-huh. it's like, why can't they do this all year around? I mean, yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but I mean, they're too uh, preoccupied with bringing back the XFL and everything else that they're into. So. There's a really funny story I heard on on, uh, on Wrestling Observer of how uh, the XFL came back. Because the guy who started the AAF, he wanted to start it. Then he wanted to buy the name XFL and, and call it the XFL. And so they approached McMahon and offered him like 15 million or something ridiculous. And they said that McMahon then that someone would offer millions of dollars for the name thought, well, this must be really worth a lot. So why sell it? I should just bring it back myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The stupidity between <laughs> between the two of these people is just just astounding. This but, is what you do when you have billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody would offer me this for it, it must be it's like good lord. <laughs> and that's why he rushed the uh, press conference 
uh, where he really didn't have anything to announce. It was just like, hey, the XFL's come back and really had didn't answer like any questions. How it would you know why or how it'd be different? Or... <laughs> good God, don't don't tell Vince that this is a good idea. <laughs> all his yes men look at him and say, Vince, you're fucking <laughs> stupid, Vince. I, I want to send him an email. That we want to buy the the name for WBF so we can start our, our, our world bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll just bring it back myself, pal. Everyone I'm, loves bodybuilding. Like, it, it is scary that he's trying to bring back the XFL. I mean, it, it very well could bankrupt WWE. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. They say he's planning on... That he'll know... He knows that... Best case scenario, can't make money for like six or seven years, and that'll lose hundreds of millions, hundreds, hundreds of millions, not like a few million, hundreds of million, millions. Of, that's at the best. <laughs> why? Why would you want to do that at, at this stage of your life? <laughs> I don't know. So I, when he's like eight, and he's like eighty-five, you know, at best case scenario, starts to make a profit. <laughs> So you can just be like, I told you so. It wasn't. It wasn't such a failure. <laughs> and then he and then he dies. Uh-uh. I don't think he'll make it though. I don't. I think they'll get into this. He's just going to croak soon. He does not look good. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, he can't be. He can't be long for this world. So, and it is funny to me. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but. Uh, it came out that they offered Kaepernick, uh, Colin Kaepernick, money, and he turned. He wanted twenty million dollars to play for him, and they can't give that apparently. But what's funny about that is one of the one <laughs> of the things when they started this was, you know, guys have to stand for the anthem and they can't kneel, and then they try to get the man who started it all. How is that? How dumb is that? <laughs> well, were they going to like humble him and make him stand or something? I don't know. I mean. Oh, he seems like a, a man who's uh, very uh, yeah, for better or for yeah. worse. He's he he stands up for what he, he thinks. Yeah, he, he, he's he's a very convicted person. He he he's not gonna bow down to Vince McMahon. I don't think so. Yeah, if you're not gonna to the W to the NFL, you're not gonna for the fucking XFL. No, especially after he just made you know like a shit ton of money off the NFL. I will say though, you know, it is funny that that's the whole thing that they they that kind of like the big selling point for the XFL, and then yeah. they just show just about face and then hire the man. <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous, uh-huh. but uh, it, it probably would get people talking about the XFL. But it would, yeah. You, I know we talk about it, but. You can't build a, f- a football league off one player anyway, so it's, no. it's, it's, I don't see any hope for it. He's the big dog of the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they work games. Yeah. <laughs> and Colin Kaepernick <laughs> comes out and he's giving people the big uh, Superman punch. <laughs> and he's kneeling at the flag. <laughs> They're like, look at him. He won't stand. He. <laughs> oh my goodness. The XFL. Oh God. The AAF's ratings. Uh, like it started really. And then Vince is like, no, I'm gonna bring it back myself, pal. 
the AAF started like with real big uh, right the very first week, but honestly, I think the XFL did too, and then it's really crashed. And I, I think they they were in monetary trouble the very first week. They couldn't pay like the staff mm-hmm. the very first week. How how do you start a like a whole league and you don't even have money to pay them the very first week? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, damn! Thought this was going to be more profitable. <laughs> Uh, well, we and can't the, pay you all. Yes, and the XFL is going to be, you know, all players that weren't good enough for the AAF. It's going to be fucking great. Oh, goodness. And, like, they're offering them pretty sweet deals, like, uh, with as far as the insurance and everything else. And it's like, they've never done that for the wrestlers. <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. We're more about the football. So... Oh man, XFL! It's a, it's a, it was the biggest failure, like uh, one of the biggest failures. That, yeah, I think it was named the biggest failure ever, biggest flop of all time, uh, time on TV. Is it just that you bring up XFL and it's a joke? Like, why on earth would you want want that name? So, Jack, fast forward a few years from now, could we be seeing Tony Khan with a WWE tombstone on the front? of a pro wrestling illustrated. I hope not. I I want good things for it. Um, I, I didn't find the man very convincing when I listened to him on wrestling observer live. I actually kind of thought he was kind of like a typical IWC guy who, who claims to have watched stuff that they weren't even alive to, to see. (laughs) And then, um, (laughs) That always that always really annoys me. If you like, I grew up watching this, and like, I look it up, and he was like four when it folded. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know. I heard him on uh, Talk as Jericho, and he said he went to an ECW event. But well, yeah, that was a lot later, so Hmm. that's possible. I'd be totally fine if he said I grew up watching ECW. He was saying that on Talk as Jericho, I think. So. Yeah. What was he saying on the Meltzer? Was he saying that he watched uh, the Continental and uh, and Mid South? And I know then uh, afterwards, some people told me he meant uh, Memphis, but th- but I don't think so because I listened to it and he he and he mentioned like Bill Watts and stuff, and that that you know that's Mid South. Yeah. Huh. But uh, I don't know. I will wait. Who knows? Hopefully. Seems like he has like made up jobs. Like they just maybe I just don't know. But I don't know. he's worth a lot of money. You know, so. Like a millionaire son, <laughs> you can just be like, yeah, well, he's the uh, the guy. Uh, it was like he's the guy that uh, I forget what he was for the Jaguars. Something like uh, that follows. I forget what it was. I I don't know. I can't remember. I don't even want to say. Because I know I'd be just really wrong. <laughs> so uh, let's go to SmackDown. Uh, I enjoyed SmackDown. Oh, um, so our truth he's like Evad Sullivan now. He's just out there. Just He's just a huge John Cena mark. Mm-hmm. That's like his gimmick. And he's like dumber than ever. Now he's like, you know, half retarded or something. He's I like, watched last week and he was talking about what would John Cena do and mm-hmm. and all that. Well, yeah, this week he's like, well, John Cena, he didn't just do the, the uh, open challenge one week. He did it every week. 
And then he's like, and they say you can't see him, but I see him all the time. I'm like, oh my lord. <laughs> it was I actually got a kick out of it, but I was like, I mean, the I know the one thing that is dumb, but now he's like just like this mentally handicapped guy. And so then it was like, I, I see him with my poster on my wall and my John Cena blanket. And I was like, he's just this giant John Cena fan. It's like, you know, I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Mm-hmm, Even mm-hmm. back in the day. And so anyway, so they have the, the open challenge at school. So so it was pretty funny. So you know, Samoa <laughs> Joe comes out and he's like, holy shit. And then Rey Mysterio comes out and then uh, Andrade comes out. So it's a four-way. And I, I was... If anyone was going to win the title, I was hoping it was Joe. But I did want to see R-Truth keep it, because I do enjoy this uh, character. But uh, it is the end of the road for uh, R-Truth as uh, United States champion. And uh, But it's cool, though, because uh, Samoa Joe is new champ, which I'm a big Joe fan, and I was happy to see that. Mm, good on Joe for uh, beating R-Truth. And R-Truth is just going to have to ask himself. What would John Cena do if he was beaten by Samoa Joe? Do you think they put him with Carmella? Because there was the rumor that that Carmella was banging Cena. So now she was banging Cena. Yeah, we talked about that on the show. That was that was back in the day. I mean, not back in the day. It was like a few months ago. Really? Yeah. And then Corey Graves is like, I wonder what that tastes like. Yes. Then he's like, well, it's money. <laughs> it's around. Ooh, that's all right. So that's what else? all right. She's a lady and she likes to have the sex. I Not going to shame her for that. I remember when we had um, the sexiest man alive, Jason, on the show. Not Jason Mitten. ECW wrestler Jason. Hey, he is pretty sexy though, that Jason Mitten. Yeah. And someone asked something like about his long that. southern draw. He's like, How you doing there, Andrew? That's funny. You you guys both have you both are slow people. <laughs> I don't I mean know. Men, I don't mean mentally, but you both are very, you know, you're ponderous. Kind of that very like you walk like a, you know like a turtle or something very slow. Like a turtle, good lord! This the, your whole pacing is is slow. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. I just I mean up in the north everything's everybody's fast paced. You know, I oh, do everything quick, but you guys are you know calm and, and just taking your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's true. <laughs> I kind of prefer that. I mean, everything's hectic in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, well, you know, like if you think of Paul Heyman, it's all like, ah, yelling and screaming. Not even that he's yelling, running around, but it's just fast, babe, fast. Everything's going to be fast and very uh, hectic. I see, I see. But you guys are just slow and easy. <laughs> I, I just did that because I know that's how you described him at one time, where he has a, a like he's a, he's kind of like Incher, where he's like, yeah, yeah. they like talks like, real slow. Yeah, it's like it's like, and he know, did it in the best voice that you could do. He's like, hey, talks real slow. <laughs> did you ever watch? Yuck, yuck. Do you remember Droopy Dog? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That 
Like that. Like you guys are like Droopy Dog. Mm-hmm. And Droopy Dog, he kind of always came out better in the end. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying I did not say it was a bad thing. I've never said it was a bad thing. I think you're saying it's a bad thing. I you you see you, you just hear what you want to hear. <laughs> I think he's saying it's a bad thing. Did you hear that, listening audience? I think he's saying it's a bad thing. No, it's fine. But you are you you guys both have that slow southern style. Okay, okay. Have you ever been to the Northeast? Have you ever been to like New York or New England or? Mm-hmm. Probably the closest was Rockville, Maryland. And you were scared. I was. I was scared of the Rockville, Maryland. No, I just, I've never really uh, been on a plane before, and I've never really met people off the internet. So I did have some uh, anxiety issues. I won't deny it. Have you ever wanted to go to like New York or? Um. It it is like a thing that I I probably would be a little scared if I did go to New York. Like it would it would def, definitely take me outside of my elements. But I would like to see New York sometime. So it's pretty, I think I I'd like be you. willing to do it. But mm-hmm. I like New York. I wouldn't want to live there, but I do like to visit New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about city? Like, have you ever been in a city? I, I would like to go there just just so I can finally taste real pizza. From what I hear, the, the the pizza that I'm eating and enjoying is just pure crap. That's that that is very true. That's not that's not just like a, a rumor. New mm. York, uh, not New York. Pizza outside of New York. Uh, well, the north, New York, Boston, a lot of the new, uh, northeast places. Jersey probably is pretty good. Uh, uh, is the shits. Uh, Chicago, it's a different kind of pizza. I don't really consider it pizza, but I think it's good. But when you get, I remember having just the the dirt worst pizza in Atlanta. That pizza was just horrible. Where we get pizza in Atlanta, or maybe you weren't. We went to the wrestling. Huh? It was a, it was a at the outdoor wrestling, and we had to go to that barn. Oh, that was just like Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, fucking was awful. Yeah, well, and plus it was like kind of cold anyways it wasn't yeah but even if i have cold pizza like at a good pizza place it's it still tastes good that was just oh god the shits well i like pizza hut but like i like it whenever it's warm and i don't think i want to eat it on a bus with that's it fucking sucked is what i'm saying because you never had really good pizza mm. all right you understand what i'm saying now uh huh, uh huh. Understand, understand. And I'll say, listen here, sir. If you don't think I've ever had real pizza, well, we can settle this with a duel. Fucking tombstone pizza. Good God. Oh, yeah. No one, you though, you probably, I'd bring you to like this pizza, like a great pizza place in the North End or something. You'd be like, oh no, I think I like the Red Baron better. Well, here's my feelings on frozen pizza. It's good for when you're stuck at home and there's no pizza joints open and you and you want a pizza and sometimes it's good when you just don't want to go out, but you can't really compare it to to fresh pizza. 
Sure. I mean, sure. it's it's frozen pizza no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's it's never going to be like you know Domino's or or Papa John's or something or like that. But but yeah, I, I never really had like pizza from anything outside of like the franchises. We have a franchise that's local and here is Geno's and it's pretty good. Oh well, there is a a place a pizza place that isn't a franchise that I've been to. You actually got me thinking about like uh, restaurants that are not franchises and uh, that I have eaten from that's around here. And there's one pizza place that I can think of, and it's Everoni's, and it's uh, it's down in Sarita Canova, and uh, it, it's very good. But okay. I'm sure you would eat it and say this is crap. Oh, fucking mean, slap you in the face, cock incher, you motherfucker. <laughs> Now that's just you know project. That's just like wishful thinking. No, is it? Is it now? And then, and then maybe I'll be like, I, I'm kind of like trying to take a bite of the pizza, and like the cock goes into my mouth, and I'm like, oh my god, what do I do now? And it's like, is is this a lollipop? And then I I get my neck going. Is <laughs> bobbing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like you know. And then all of a sudden, hell, we're I'm just blowing you at that point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I just, you'll shoot my load in your mouth. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's that's definitely not what I was... Well, maybe that was the end game. Who knows? But. <laughs> what a goof. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. What would you... What, if that all happened in the pizzeria... Mm-hmm. If I know if I know how to pop Jack, it's always a story of uh, <laughs> me blowing him. <laughs> yeah, he Literally always loves it. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is though that you love it too, so it's like uh-huh. win-win. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely a big, big, big fan of it. <laughs> Anyhow. Mella is money. I just gotta say, I, I'm I'm sorry to be a, a snob, but Weeble says some good some good food courts and malls have pretty good time. No, they don't. They they might have some like a, a like a Parmesan sandwich or, but it's not like good Italian food. Not like if you've had actually like real Italian food. Now I will say this: I don't think I've ever had like real Italian food. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really th- like the only thing I can say is like uh, Fizzoli's or, or, or Olive Garden and right. and like, you know, like our homemade spaghetti here, which we're all Irish. So I'm pretty sure that's not real Italian food either. And I hate to say it, but I'm really not a fan of the spaghetti that the, our homemade spaghetti. I think it's very bland. <laughs> but, do, you, do you put potato sauce in it instead of tomato? No, it's not. <laughs> No, there's tomato sauce in it. But, All right. Um, I don't know. I, like even like the homemade recipe, I just I just don't think it's very good. And well, we're coming up soon on St. Patrick's Day. So you can get some corned beef and cabbage. You know, I've never been big on that either. So yeah, but I don't think you've ever had real corned beef either. Because I brought this up before, and you just think corned beef's like in a can. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, not probably, real corned beef. I'll say I probably never have, honestly. So. It's uh, tough. Okay. 
I'd have to try some real stuff, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah. But what what the hell were we talking about? Oh, so uh, let's see. So they're going for. It kind of almost seems like Kofi's just totally out of uh, ever having a match with uh, Daniel Bryan because Ali came back tonight and they're doing you know Kevin Owens versus. Oh, versus uh, Daniel Bryan at fast. I thought you said Kali for a second. Uh, like, Holy yeah. shit, Kali! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to run on my life. It's like what? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. So and and then he came out and was you know battling everybody. So uh, battling Daniel Bryan. So I think like he's Kofi's just forgotten. I don't know why they want to do that. The guy was mega over. I know. But, I know they said like it's going to be Kevin Owens taking on uh, Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. So uh, uh, I, I think they would have to work Kofi in. So there was no mention of Kofi tonight. <laughs> There's no storyline currently going on. Hmm. Not really that I remember. It was mostly about you know Kevin Owens and and then Ali. Kevin Owens fought uh, the big redhead guy. The big redhead guy. Huh. Who is the big redheaded guy? Big red. Uh, you know, uh, Har- not Luke. Har- is it Luke? No, it's uh, oh Harper. Uh, no, Rowan. 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 Yeah. yeah. So he fought him. Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens' finisher now is the stunner. Hmm. Okay. I didn't expect him to do that. That's a very RKO-ish type of move. Well, no, it's not. Diamond Cutter's RKO. Uh, don't know what I'm talking about. It's just weird when you see someone use a finisher that's so associated with someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when the Mac does it, he kind of like pays homage to Stone Cold. Like He kind of does the whole Stone Cold thing. But Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, because it's a cool move, for sure. And I like that if you are going to do it, it is a finish. It doesn't kill kill a move off. But at the same time, like it's never going to be your mm-hmm. move. It's never like, going to be associated with Kevin Owens. Like Over if somebody the- was doing the big boot and then the leg drop, you know? Right. You know that they're just doing it to, to play off Hogan. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. it's almost a comedy spot if someone does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the stutter is a very good move. I mean, the the big boot and leg drop is kind of just comedy. Yeah. And I think it's easier to do than the pop. I think the pop-up uh, powerbomb is very cool, but it's limited to guys that can, that can jump really high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this is something that he could do to anybody, which I think is always important with a finish. You should have something you can do to anybody, unless you're just a super powerhouse guy. Then, then it's cool, you know, when you do like some power move to a big show or something. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, if you can't do the move to everybody, it, it's a detriment. But that's why, like the DDT was always so cool, and and the Steiner because he could just hit on anybody at any time. RKO the same way. So is Kevin Owens working as a face now? I mean, that's why I don't understand. I think so, but I don't he's get going it because he, the hill. Yeah, it's like why would? It's very strange that the ba- that you know the boss just throws the baby face in this match and takes it away from a, a baby face that everyone else loves. It's very odd. It's a, mm-hmm. it's odd. I don't. I don't really get it. I don't know why he would like Kevin Owens. Like 
for one thing, they hated each other. And another thing, like he wouldn't be a guy that would have the, the luck that, that McMahon would like. So none of it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. He's not like this corporate guy. I, I, I did catch up and watch SmackDown from last week, and it did look like he lost some weight. Yeah, he did. So he's still uh, maybe like a, that's you know, why they're a, giving him a push. I'm fine with him getting a push. I just don't understand the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're talking about like Vince McMahon not liking the. the no, I, I mean the Vince McMahon, the character. Mm-hmm. Like, why would Vince? Why would Mister McMahon say this is my chosen guy? We we don't want to. You know, he's not. Kofi uh, Kingston's not box office, but Kevin Owens is. How does that make yeah. any sense? It, uh, it really doesn't. And I want to know why the hell they did those promos where he's eating popcorn and his kids steal, stealing money from him and, and yeah, then he doesn't like pineapple and pizza. And... I'm glad they ended it. I don't know if they were just trying to make him the common man, but that's another thing because he's playing, he's like the common guy now versus Daniel Bryan, which makes sense in their storyline, but why would McMahon want the common guy? Mm-hmm. It's like It's like they just made an excuse to throw Kevin Owens in this. Oh yeah, it definitely feels very forced. Like, yeah, there's nothing organic about this. Yeah, they and just you did had not plan something. On Kofi. Yeah, you, I guess so. But they had to allot him that time in the matches, though. But right, uh, did he just he, he? They didn't think he would get over or something. Yeah, like watch he, this, it's gonna kill the crowd. We'll laugh at him. <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I mean, I don't... It, it, it's very like crazy way of thinking, but I, I don't. I don't doubt that 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 might have been what's on their yeah. mind. One thing I don't get by I see this a lot on on the social media uh, on the internet, and it's a fan saying, "Oh, well, you know, if they're going to give Kofi the push or eat Biggie any of them, they got to really make them serious, and they got to stop doing the comedy and stop." And I'm thinking. No one wants to see that. They like these guys because they are entertaining. No one wants to see a deadly serious Big E. They no. tried that when he first came in, and he wasn't over in the least. No. Not at all. And this has been one of the most over acts. They sell tons of merchandise. So to totally change it, I'm not saying you can't have some seriousness to it, which you can, but to have no, you know, to totally do 180 on the guys, that makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, and I, I think like they can have their serious moments. I sure. mean, they, even in some of their feuds, they've had some serious, uh, yeah. you know, moments, and you know, with the Usos and everything else. So I, I think they could do that and then go back to the comedy. Yeah, you don't have to always keep it. Like The Rock could turn it on too. Like whenever yeah, he, the he'd have the be... comedy, yeah. and then he could take it to you know just being deadly serious. And... Yeah, if they got rid of all that, you know the. All the if you smelt the rock is cooking, you mm-hmm. know, all he wouldn't have been nearly as over. No, no, not at all. But uh, yeah, it is, this whole thing of just taking Kofi out and then not really explaining. I'm I, I'm assuming they are going to have Kofi in the WrestleMania match, but uh, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see where it goes, I guess. But it, it doesn't make any sense and. I don't understand KO being a face. I don't think that's a very good move. He's just he's just not a, a guy who I think is like a great face. I mean, it was good with the list and all that stuff, but it was you know, it was him working with Jericho and all that. And I don't know if you could call him a full 
blown face at that time either. You know, they were still doing heelish things, you know. So I just don't think Kevin Owens is going to be good as a face. But you never know. Let's. I'll watch it. I'll check it out later on and see. I saw, uh, why did she get a little, not an argument, but a disagreement on uh, Facebook because someone was like, oh, well, why do they have three heels in the women's match at WrestleMania? I'm like, well, be- you know, Becky's clearly babyface. Like, no, she's clearly not. And I'm just like, how, she's arguably the most over person in, in, in the company. She's no. clearly the babyface. I mean, I don't, I don't understand some wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. you know, she, yeah. She's, she's definitely a face. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's she her uh, she started out her her whole thing with a turn, but she's definitely a face right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's cheered so much. I mean, but I I don't understand it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I still don't like Charlotte and Becky and 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 uh, Ronda going to be in you know a three way match. I think that's a, a bad decision. I think it should just be Becky and Ronda and have Charlotte. Yeah, that's what we said earlier. Charlotte should have took on uh you know uh, Oscar. I think, but Oscar's kind of just left out in the cold in this. I mean, did they do anything with her? Where yeah. I guess she might have got. I someone told me, or actually Mike Terry told me that she was. That she might have got hurt wrestling oh, Mandy, which I, I don't, I didn't hear anything else. So I'm not, pa, I don't know, but yeah, but. yeah, I do kind of remember something happening on uh, their match. But Meltzer, it, keeps saying, Meltzer keeps saying that McMahon's infatuated with the um, Lacey who just come, oh, and God. I was just like, I don't know why. I don't. Can his feeble old mind come up with anything better than the girl just walks out and then walks back? I mean, <laughs> good lord! I mean, that, how creative is that? I mean, does he just sit in the back like he's like, you know, fondling his balls? Like, oh yeah, look at the blonde. It's uh. like there's nothing to it. She just walks out and walks back, and yeah, she's good looking, but I, I don't think you can just be this hot woman. And re- and have absolutely nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that can get over today. Like uh, to, to a certain degree, you know what I mean. Uh, moments in wrestling that I would be embarrassed that somebody catches me watching, and if if somebody sat down and watched wrestling, then Lacey's music hit, and she just walked out and then walked back. That's pretty embarrassing to me. Because then I have, like, that. the person is definitely <laughs> going to ask me, what the hell was that? And I'm like, yeah, her character is she walks out at, at times and then she just walks back. That's what I had to explain. And then, like, and I'd, I'd be like, I don't really understand it. And, like, that's going to make me feel like a fucking idiot as a fan, you know? <laughs> and I'm sitting there having to explain this terrible fucking walk-in that just happened. And it it, it, it it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> so do something with this fucking chick. Don't don't fucking just have her walk out and then walk back. Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Why people? Everyone stops what they're doing and just you know looks at her. Yeah. This week it was like really embarrassing because they were just all three commentators like, oh my god, like like you just witnessed like the greatest thing that's ever happened and it was like. This woman just walked out and walked back. I mean, <laughs> who gives a shit? Why is this the greatest thing that you've ever seen? It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, oh my God, can you believe it? 
<laughs> yeah, she she walked out and she walked back and yeah, it wasn't fanned really. herself a little bit. Well, how about that Otis? He's 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 setting the world on fire. He's getting his feelings hurt. Yeah, and I think his partner might be like one of the most useless guys in all of the show. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like the new big cast to me. Yeah, but he's not that big. Uh, but I, I almost think that that's the guy they're going to end up pushing. No, I don't think so. I think he'll be just, gone. And I think it's going to be one of the few guys they actually fire. Really? I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a little worried that they're just going to start pushing this man and, and forget about Otis. No, there's no no way. I'd bet money against that. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. I, you would have thought that they would have pushed Enzo over a big cast, but they're like, yeah. Oh, well, he's well. I can see big, big cast was like you know almost have, this guy is what like six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he's got no. Well, big cast had no charisma either. But <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. I don't know. I think this guy might be like in the anarchy, uh, ZZ like uh, faction. No, oh man, you get my juices <laughs> now. <laughs> they brought back anarchy. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're never going to hire as easy. They they don't have the love. For yeah, well, them. I don't. Th- I don't think he's got the love for the wrestling business. He might not. Is he done? He's not doing the. He's just trying to get. Trying to get it on. No, I don't. Th- I don't think he did that very long. I think he just did. Was there a couple weeks? Okay. Okay. Well, Jack. This is for Mike that. Terry. Mike Terry actually texted me and requested this. Got the love is easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got the same for me, me. So that's for Mike Terry. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, they, they were making fun of uh, Otis. They're fat shaming the man. Fat shaming. It's all right. It's man, all right it's, it's male, but it's not all right when it's a female. Can't well, fat no, shame. It was, you know, it's it was it was in a, it was put out as a as not a good thing because then he he beat up the the people making fun of him. Well, uh, Corey Graves is making fun of him on the commentary. Yeah, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, but I don't know. He's fat shaming. Yeah, but then he beat so, up the the. This is not acceptable. Well, heels are supposed to do bad things. Otherwise, what villains do bad things, and then and then good guys, you know, get come up and and beat the their naysayers. It's like basic storytelling. Mm. But the uh, what I did notice is SmackDown has some very great tag teams. And Raw, they've got a big bunch of jobbers. (laughs) Are you calling the Ascension jobbers? My God, those guys. Oh, my Lord, are they bad. Are you calling Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins jobbers? You know what? I think they even deserve to be. I do think Zack got a raw deal. But the other week, they actually, you know, had like a a regular match with the, the Lucha Party. And I was watching it, and all I thought was, God, this guy just totally sucks. Like, no wonder they don't push him. He's not worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Kurt Hawkins, that is. 
Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, told jobbers. Jobbers. The one thing I take away from Lucha House Party is the guy with the big thing that that, that he twirls around. That goes. I'd like to grab that and just shove it up his ass. I fucking hate that thing. I hate the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like the B team, but they're they're just total, you know, nothing. They were actually over for a while. Then, like, I don't know. It's like people get over, they don't want to get over, and then, like, they're just relegated to being whatever they were supposed to be. We are talking down about him, but I did like Victor's laugh after his terrible. Oh, God, <laughs> terrible I thought it was down. horrible. It was just so over the top. It was just like, man, I think he even knows this is bad right now. <laughs> I, I, well, I think I'd be embarrassed to be them. They're there with like, I don't know, like if you're wearing all this face paint and stuff, and you're just like total, you know, nobodies. Like you must just mm-hmm. feel like a, a jackass. Mm. Victor, okay, Incher, you got to admit Victor's got to cut the hair. Yeah, Vin- Victor should probably cut the hair. I think I even said it like on a, on a couple shows back where I said, like, just do it now so you have some footage of you when you're in your prime, not looking like you're, like, trying to hang on to it, you know? I mean, and he, look, he looks like, you know, like an old rock star or something, trying to look cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely leaving you, pal. You need to. You might want to think about. You Even know, if he didn't but, shave it, he just cut it short. It would look all right. Mm-hmm. But the the long long stringy hair when it's all bald and stuff, he just looks awful. Yeah, yeah. He looks like bear, like a small Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good old Baron Corbin. I like how he did incorporate the jacket once again, where he throws it in the person's face, and he's trying to use it as a weapon. The uh, the vest. I did like that. Yeah, that's why I don't think I'll ever like Baron Corbin though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never yeah, know. Good turn. I mean, who who are some guys that you really hated, then you became fans of? Elias. That's hated a lot. I told you. We even made a bed. I think we got to pay up. <laughs> you know, there's been several times when I could have been that, been <laughs> you right now. Uh-huh. I told you, but I don't do it. The next time I'm doing it. But yes, Elias. I thought I thought the uh, promo where he was talking about why he hates Philly and and he kept bright. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. He, yeah. Very good. Oh, and I've said in the past that I thought Elias was like uh, um, Damian Sandow's brother, but uh, apparently they're they're not related at all. But they do look mm-hmm. a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Damian Sandow said that in uh, his interview that I saw on YouTube. But uh, yeah, they're not they're not yeah. related at all. He's a guy that really got a bad deal and went on to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's trying to get into Hollywood now, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good luck with that. But so uh, one of my favorite uh, big men growing up, I, I was like the big guys. Uh, King Kong Bundy passed away. He's uh, one of my favorites growing up, and uh, we met him. He was a great guy, really mm-hmm. fun, and he came on the show, which he really doesn't do hardly any interviews. So that was cool. Oh yeah, him. It was, and, it was a really good show too. I thought. Yeah, definitely, and. Uh, Back in 1980, I think it was 
I put 89, but I don't think it might have been 88 because I was 12. But either way, it's 88 or when I was in the sixth grade, I'll say in the late 80s. Um, Vendex head start system was uh, he was the spokesman. It was like the whole idea was like it was so easy to use, even you know a, a big dumb wrestler could use it. So it was King mm-hmm. Kong Bundy, and he'd be sitting there in his in his wrestling tights, but you know doing the computer. And my local computer store, the uh, Computer Magic. They were doing, uh, they had a big standee of Bundy in there, and they were giving away the Vendex Head Start system. And uh, this was uh, 88 or 89, so only one other kid I knew even had a, a computer. Only mm-hmm. one kid I knew at the time had a computer. And it was, uh, it was mono, mon- monochrome screen, monochrome, how do you say it? Monochrome screen. <laughs> I, I don't know this person. I can't help you. <laughs> no, not their name. I spent the screen. It was two colors. Oh, 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 okay. Monochrome, okay. I think. And so, um, and so that's the only person I knew. And so, uh, I brought in my report card back then. I was, I was smart. So I'd, it's a straight A. So I got a lot of entries. You got an entry for everything. And the whole time I kept telling my mom and everyone, like, we got to make sure home Saturday, whatever it was, because I'm winning the computer. Yeah, my mom, after a while, I got worried. She's like, we can't get your your hopes up on these things because, you know, you're probably not going to win. But I was like, no. And so they called me and, and I won. And uh, so my my they could not afford to bring in Bundy. So I had my picture taken with a cardboard cutout of King Kong Bundy, no, which even man. then I thought was kind of like lame. Like they couldn't just bring in the guy or something. But <laughs> I do regret that uh, I don't have a copy of that photo. They had it on the, on the behind the counter on the wall till it till the place closed, but and then I was also thinking, you know, don't I, back then if I'd had a phone, you know, you take all these pictures and stuff, but, but yeah, can't. but uh, that was really cool. Not only won the computer, but you know, it was, it was the one that King Kong Bundy advertised, and that was very cool to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool that you won it, and uh, yeah. I might but, not uh, be here otherwise because I might not have ever got into computers if I didn't win one because my family definitely couldn't afford afford a, a new computer back in the, back in the day. Later yeah. on, when they became more affordable, but not when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was awesome meeting the man and uh, at the fan fest and getting a picture with him. So you did get your picture eventually. Yeah, and I also got a picture with him at a at a wrestling event here in Sandwich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He got in the ring, but yeah, it was awesome. It, me and Incher, he, he he took a picture with us. We both look uh, young, very different. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't recognize myself. I look totally different, and uh, and very happy. It's good to see Incher smiling too. Hmm. Are you saying that I've lost my smile? Sometimes, yeah. I remember that if you got a, you got some shirts from Mike Terry and you took this picture and you just like totally miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just woke up at that time, so uh, probably not a good time to take the shirt, but or take a picture with the shirt. <laughs> but but this one here, you got a big smile on your face, you got mm-hmm, yellow mm-hmm. Uh, in your head shirt, and you still wear in your head stuff. Or you're like, I don't want to be seen with that. Oh, or I've, if you've watched my Twitch channel, Jack, you would see. Oh, I watch it all the time. IYH hat. Oh, there you go. That's a good man. See, see, <laughs> see. 
I just like Good saying man. Z really Good loud. See, that's me verbally taking my cock out and smacking you in the face. You're really all about the, the cock smacking. Oh, who wouldn't be? So, is it what? What's it? Is that just? I don't think it's really a sexual thing for you. It's just like a show of power. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever actually done that to someone, or has anyone done that to you, or have you ever seen someone do that, like in in actuality? No, not really. No. If, if you want me to be a hundred percent serious, no, never seen it. Mm-hmm. But it's I just, just something that I like to make up and say on the show here. But yeah, it would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Be awesome though. I'm not saying because you get to see someone's cock, but if you were just like in the arcade or the oh, mall no. or something, and, I was and with you until you said it would, it's not <laughs> awesome until you get to see a cock. <laughs> I said it's not That's awesome just me, because Jack. you're seeing a cock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh man! Would that be something if you're like at the mall, you're getting your uh, your pizza, and you just look over and some guy just stands up and whips his dick out and starts smacking someone in the face with it? <laughs> okay, I get offended by balls, fake <laughs> balls on the on the end of like a truck hitch. I, right. I get mad about that, so I'm definitely not going to like if somebody stands up and pulls a <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, but there's but then they smack somebody. I think that first of all, it's like, oh, what the fuck? This guy's fucking. <laughs> but then he smacks a guy, and you're like, oh, that's pretty fucking awesome. Okay, yeah, that might win me over if he smacked a guy. I probably feel yeah. bad for the guy that he smacked, unless he deserved it. Like, right? Yeah, you know, like maybe he was doing a very uh, dastardly deed, and he deserved being smacked like he, with the cop. Yeah, like he stole his corn dog or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I just posted a picture in the Facebook group of me with my in your head uh, fedora. Fedora, I remember that. Yeah, I made it for Fan Fest. I've been wearing it again recently. I haven't worn it for a while. It's a pretty sweet lid. Hell yeah! Got you. Uh, that's a Bigfoot shirt on. Hell yeah! Yeah, big shirt. Big, Bigfoot's got a hat on too. I know he's like it's like a hat within a hazy, and then he's also hold he's also carrying martinis, mm-hmm. which I didn't notice till my brother mentioned it. Oh, and he's he's like he's got an active volcano behind him, and mm-hmm. yeah, looks like he's in Egypt in this one, and he's got the rising sun behind him, and yeah, Japan. Bigfoot's doing a whole lot of stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty. You gotta admit that's a pretty awesome shirt. It is. It is. I like it. Definitely. It's like sometimes they people say a picture is worth a thousand words, but I think this shirt is worth two thousand. Damn. Two thousand words. And I'm just a man to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bam, sexy man wearing the shirt. Very good. I'll wear it if you ever meet me again. Uh... Sandman from the chat room says, <laughs> I seem to recall a Marilyn Chambers movie that had a smacking cock scene. Man. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the movie Cruising? Without Cruising. You know? No, I never. I don't think I did. Is that the one with the the guy and, the, and then he gets like a forty four Magnum and all that? And... Um, 
No, no. Well, he might, uh, but it's uh, he's undercover as a as because there's a there's a killers killing gay guys, mm-hmm. and so he goes undercover as you know to infiltrate that world. So he's uh, he's posing as a gay guy who's cruising. That, that's that you know the cruise for dudes to find like the killer. Oh, and I see. That that's where I got the the whole hanky coat thing because that's in the movie. Because they yell at him like, "Hey, you know, you're, you know, wanting to like piss on him or something," and he's like, "No, I'm not in that." And he's like, "Well, get the fucking yellow p- hanky out of your left pocket." So, so the, uh, so anyway, there's this b- totally bizarre scene. So he's this is before he goes undercover, and he's talking to like the police chief or something in a room, and then this big black dude who's just wearing uh, a cowboy hat comes in, and he's totally he's nude. And he just starts smacking Al Pacino, not with his dick, but he slaps him. Then he walks out. And I've, I, I saw a movie and I was like, honestly, probably about 10 or something. And I just thought, I just started laughing because it was so bizarre. And I still think it's a very bizarre scene. But overall, it's a good movie. You should watch it. It's good. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. I, remember when we, I actually bought my mom a cruising t shirt a couple of years ago at a convention. It's one of her favorite movies. Yeah. Hmm. Well, how about that? Jack, I gotta tell you. Set, bitch. Nah, I mean, it's true. Disco Inferno. He was raped uh, by an owl on Impact Wrestling. What the f- That's not <laughs> enticing me to watch it. I'm not like, oh god damn, I'm gonna start watching this. It's, it's it's basically like he's looking around the building again. They're having him look around, you know, and he's talking to everybody. He's like, you know, I'm the new Ash you gotta kiss. He's telling everybody this. And then he, he goes to like uh he finally finds the uh the head of creative teams and they start like uh, making fun of him and they're like, Hey, are you gonna bring up Bill Dean and you know, all of his bad like uh yeah. Like jokes back in the day, uh-huh. he would say to pop the room. But uh, they send him out to look for uh, Don Callis. He runs into Tommy Dreamer, who's just standing beside a door, and he's like, "Well, we got the uh, a problem with our talent in here, and you got to help us with it." And and he looks in, he's like, "There's an owl in that room," and he's like, "Yeah." And the owl's really horny. It's it's the uh, anthem owl. He said like. And and he's being difficult because he's horny, I guess. And then he's like, you need to go in there and calm him down, Disco. And Disco refuses. And then Tommy ends up pushing him in there. And then, uh, and, and then I guess the owl had its way with uh, Disco Inferno. He come out and he threw some uh, feathers in the air and then he walked off. So it, it didn't show like the owl, like you know, penetrating disco or anything. Mm-hmm. I think you're just supposed to leave it up to your. It was a very Hitchcockian kind of move, where you know you, you're just supposed to draw the you know, the whole image with your mind. Right, right. There's no like money shot or anything. No, no. But I think that's even more horrific that you just you have to think sure, about. The owl. Well, your 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 mind can uh, conjure up you know worse Im- worse images than what you you can mm-hmm. visibly see. Now I, they did an angle s- similar, but it wasn't now in XPW when uh, when um, what's his name Chris Kloss, who's the commentator, mm-hmm. he got locked in uh, they locked him in a room with God I can't think of his name. No, it wasn't Tool, but it was this big black gay dude, 
And then you just hear Chris go, Wah! like screaming. And, and the idea is that, that, that he's getting raped. Oh, yes. They kind of did a thing on SmackDown where Heidenreich got behind uh, Michael Cole. And oh, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely seemed graphic. like. Yeah, yeah. Michael Cole was taking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, like, just watched that on loop? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like, geez, I really could use some Michael Cole and Heidenreich right now. <laughs> but anyways, and then and then to follow that up, I need some uh, some uh, Hulk Hogan sandwich action with the uh, Yeti <laughs> and Big Show. Uh, you think you think that's what started uh, Juju B's big uh, thick daddy uh, infatuation? Was uh, were, were the Giants? Show. Yeah, Big Show and and the Yeti, <laughs> sandwich and Hogan. Uh huh. I don't I was know. Like, I wasn't was aware me. that she had a thick daddy infatuation. <laughs> so. What do you pay any attention to her? Um, uh, yeah, I do, but uh, I didn't. I didn't realize she had like an infatuation. She's always talking about Fandango and. And she used to be all about the the. the that's that's like you're so five years ago, man. What what's his name that she thinks is disgusting now? Uh, Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're you're like WWE. You're just a little bit behind the times. No, I don't think so. I I don't know. Comes she up all the time. Thick she daddy. tells you that you're not like a thick daddy anymore because you're losing the weight. Uh huh. Mm hmm. She says you're gonna you're gonna lose your funny if you lose the weight. Well, I guess kinda, I'll lose my funny then. Kind of like Drew Carey. He's never funny. He yeah. didn't. There was nothing to lose. <laughs> I never really watched a whole lot of his. Like, Better than show losing or... your life, like uh, John Candy or something. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But anyways, yeah. Uh yeah, so we have the uh, 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 the disco getting raped by the owl. Uh huh. Let's see. Is there anything else on impact? Uh, so, is that the end of disco, or is he going to come back? Oh, I think he has several segments where he's uh he doing various things, by various things. Yeah, or I don't know. I, I don't know what they got in store for him next, but I guess he'll be doing something. But uh, I just got to watch Impact and see. And you can see it on Twitch for free. Twitch for free. Jimmy Jam, he always messaged me. He's like, are you going to be watching uh, Impact? I'm like, I sure will, Jimmy Jam. But he's like he's like a... a, a like a VIP member or like the Prime member or... or I don't know. He I, and I guess they have a whole other chat room for people who were, you know, paying up the money, because mm-hmm. uh, they only answer questions from that chat room whenever people send it in. And uh, I, I've never seen like any of like um, the TNA talent in the chat room. And I guess that's why, because I'm in the free room. I only figured this out like the, the last week. So I thought you gave up the chat. You just lie. No, I gave it up. Uh, oh. I'm not. I'm not in there anymore. Oh, so. I see. I see. I just watched the show and just. So you had, you you can be in like a paid chat. I think there is a paid chat. Yeah. Maybe you, you should go do that, and you can talk to like uh, the owl and 
and like Cody Deaner and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think Cody Deaner's on there, but <laughs> they did bring back an old, uh, yeah, not really that old, but they brought back Reno Scum this week. Oh, so boy. They're back on impact. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know you're all about it. We got Lester. They were on it, one of the shows I watched in like the last eight years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was one of the reboot shows, wasn't it? They're like, Reno Scum. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, probably. Probably was a reboot show. They've done a lot of those reboots. Man. So how's the house pursuit? You loving the pursuit? <laughs> well, I don't know you watch on Twitch, but do they like advertise other shit? Do they still show the ads? And, like, so you no, get to see they don't. What you go really? They go to a um uh to uh, a segment where uh, either Don Callis or Josh Matthews or now it's been Melissa Santos, and they just talk to the chat room and plug things and put over the uh, subscribers who are paying the money. And then uh, that's about it. Yeah, and there's some trending shows on uh, the Pursuit Channel. Is uh, one of them is American Crappy Trail, and that's uh, people uh, fishing for crappies. No, okay. uh, Coyote Country. Yep. Uh, the ultimate fishing experience. Is carp. Isn't that a carp fish? Wait, um, not like crap. crap. No, it's crappy. C R A P P I E. My mm-hmm. uncle used to. Catch him. Uh, oh man, looks like some good. So the, it's just all they don't even have. Impact's not even one of their trending shows. It's Impact easy isn't even a top show on the Pursuit channel. It's got to be like one of the number one shows. I would it's think it's not mentioned anywhere in this site. It could be just a thing where, like, the channel's so buried that nobody gets it. But... You think they'd have it on the site, though? One of the main things, like, hey, watch, uh, you know, Impact. It's yeah, not mentioned think. anywhere. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, the banner at the top that keeps changing. Mm-hmm. No, no mention of it. Dang. Let me see here. Come on, uh, Pursuit. Main, main Beam Monday. It's, it's like a, a show about like... beans? <laughs> <laughs> beam. beam. Oh. And it's a show a bear. I don't know. It's like a bear. I don't fucking know. Strike Zone Tuesday. And it's just like a guy on a boat fishing. <laughs> Gamekeepers True North Wednesday. And it's a guy planting seeds. Oh, you had me excited with Gamekeeper. I thought it was video games, but it's planting seeds. <laughs> I who wants to watch a guy planting seeds on television? I don't want to watch that in reality. Pursuit up, and it's just an ad. They just show like a, a deer on like a on like a a, a phone. So I guess mm-hmm. it's close call Thursdays, and it's uh, like an RV, like a four wheeler, a camouflaged four wheeler. Uh. NRA <laughs> NRA Freedom Friday. <laughs> <laughs> now that one gets a big pop out of you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's just some guys shooting guns. Oh my god! Can you imagine a channel where uh, Friday's just like 
the whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole everything on the show on that channel is just uh, dedicated to the NRA. Well, is well, that's the night that impacts on. So uh, is <laughs> Impact NRA? They're on the NRA Friday uh, lineup. <laughs> well, they're not there. It says Trigger Time TV. Modern shooter, freedom fighters, and American air gunner. See, that's what they're they're promoting NRA over over Impact. Maybe Impact needs like some guns on it. Yeah, they could probably use a little bit of that. Real life Saturday, and it's R E E L. So it's just, Saturday is just all fishing. Bam! You want to see some fishing? Well, we got that. Here's some fishing. Sunday sunrise. And on that, the hunt company. <laughs> do they just show the sunrise? You know I mean? <laughs> they do actually. It's just a picture of the sunrise over like like a field. Oh, <laughs> it's man. a hunt company, the specialist hitmen, tack driver TV, and deer and wildlife stories. There's all there's more Sunday. There's also sports fishing Sunday. It's just like some guys on like a yacht, <laughs> like a, you know. <laughs> That's Who's got idea. Called the, That's where the crappy masters is on. <laughs> Whose idea was it to take a wrestling show and then put it on this channel? I mean, good lord, who thought that was a, a good idea? Oh, we've got more NRA. NRA Country Sunday. Bam. Love the NRA in this channel. Mm-hmm. We've got two more. So, so there's still a chance that, that it's here. Break Up Country Sunday. It's a some dude covered in camouflage. It's got a show called Ducks Unlimited, Hit Squad, Masio Country Roots, mm-hmm. <laughs> Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, uh, The Turkey Call, and Bush Country Monsters. Holy shit, Jack. No mention. There's not one mention of Impact. I'm all we have found the one person who wants Impact on Pursuit. Uh-oh. And it is none other than Glogo13 from the chat room. I watch Impact on Pursuit, and the ads are either Hunters with Dead Animals or Special Ops Sunglasses. <laughs> I need some of those Special Ops Sunglasses. They're selling a gimmick you hook to the back of your truck to skin deer without using your hands, Glogo said. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> As Tuzer says, from my experience, dudes really into hunting and fishing don't sit around and watch TV. They prefer to be outdoors. That's a good point. Like, if you are, like, a big fisherman or something. I, I be, Well, I'll be honest. My uh, uncle was a huge fisherman until uh, until he, you know, lost part of his foot and he couldn't go anymore. But uh, even when he was a huge fisherman, though, he used to watch uh, fishing fishing shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, I used to remember the theme song on one of them. I go fishing again. <laughs> Gonna throw them out real men. <laughs> Don't bother calling me because I ain't in. I'll go fishing again. I remember that. That's pretty amazing. Jeez, Jack, you're more hillbilly than I am. <laughs> oh, man. Anything hillbilly would just put a big smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's. You gotta admit that's a great theme song. It seemed pretty good. Seemed pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like TV jingles. Oh, I can't find there's I can't find any there's not a mention of it on the whole website. 
<laughs> you would think that they could put it over a little, but uh, I guess not. Man, poor impact. You got United We Stand coming up, Jack. They got uh, uh, the, the Lucha Brothers taking on RVD and Sabu. That goes down in April. I know that gets your juices going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> <laughs> Am I okay? Uh, listen to the audience. Am I ever going to be able to get him to watch uh, Impact on Twitch? I don't think it's going to happen. Is what Twitch really is? It just like YouTube? Basically, it's just a streaming service. But you would have to stop what you're doing on Friday at ten o'clock. And 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 watch it. So well, I think uh, I, I that might be when I watch Love After Lockup. That's like my only oh. reality. I don't know why, but I love that show. Love After Lockup. Take it off of this. <laughs> but this this, this this Friday is the season finale. So after this Friday, <laughs> you're not going to. <laughs> you never know. Not now. I might just do it to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I think there would be things that you would like, and then there would be a lot of stuff that you don't like. But I don't know. I think they do some good stuff, but it's just, yeah, just a shame nobody's watching it, and that they got <laughs> uh, moved to Pursuit Channel where nobody's really watching it. It's really hard to ever get back in. Um, Interest into a wrestling show when you stop watching it. You've wrote it off, and you just you don't. Yeah. want to. part of me doesn't want to watch it, and I, I and nothing against the. Sh- I'm not even saying that just because the show's bad. It's like I got rid of like uh, you know a wrestling in my life. Like, I, do I need do I need more wrestling back in it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so much already, but that's that's not a great attitude because it's a different wrestling. It's like. I know WWE keeps adding stuff, and it's like, I'm sure that when I saw the the UK show, it was good, but even the NXT, I think that's why I don't keep up with it. I watch NXT special shows, but how much wrestling can I watch in a week? Yeah, there's a limit, and I know they're gonna they're adding like more more brands, and it's like there's comes to a point when even if someone who really loves wrestling a lot and want to, you just can't watch it. You just see your life. There's other things you want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Besides watching WWE. And I like, I mean, I like a lot of it, but I mean, you can't watch like 10 or 12 hours every week and then like 20 hours or something when it's a pay-per-view weekend. There is a lot of wrestling out there. I mean, like you can get Ring of Honor nowadays on the Honor Network, get their special shows. You can get New Japan Wrestling on New Japan World. You can, uh, you can, uh, there's, there's other streaming services, I think. And then, uh, yeah, there's just a ton of wrestling out there. I I think it's cool to have other wrestling when, see, when you're talking about all different companies, I think the school, but Mm -hmm. the idea of WWE itself putting out so many, it's just, it's too much because it's all the same company. Yeah. I can't watch like all their NXT shows and everything else like like I never watch like their their weekly show hardly I, I I've seen it a few times so. yeah and I actually really like it so it's it's not that mm-hmm. it's just so much too much of a commitment 
Yeah, very much. Big commitment. This just in from the chat room here, Jack. Glogo13, he says, They said uh, Sabu got banned from Twitter on the Wrestling Observer live show. Yeah, that was uh, was a few weeks ago, I think. That was... um, he was uh, calling people fags on, uh, oh, on no. Twitter, Uh-oh. and one and one uh, one fag that like a, <laughs> no, he wasn't even a gay guy. I mean, he was he was using fag in the term like like I like I grew up using it. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, I mean, let's be honest. People can all right. People out there can pretend that they don't know what I'm talking about. But they're just lying. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how everyone listening to this show used the word. Now, do I think you should go and call a gay person, yo, you dirty fag? Or, no, of course not. I don't think that. But when I grew up, when I was growing up, it, until modern, until recently, if someone was being like a, a pansy or being like uh, some, just being difficult, like, uh, like oh, I don't want to go into the hot tub. Or something like that. You're like, ah, don't be a fag. Go do it. It never meant like, you know, there wasn't really any hatred to it. And it wasn't even attacking someone's lifestyle. Mm. Well, I, I'll just say from personally, I've never really used the word. Like, yeah. I've never, I never used it in my life. Don't believe it. <laughs> you don't believe it. No. You refuse to believe it. You just yes. you, you think I, I'm I'm constantly going around using the. I didn't say constantly, but I I don't think you, I don't believe that you never used it. I don't think I really did. I don't think I ever like. I, I never. I've never liked the word, and I don't think I really ever used it. Freaking oh oh! I woke over here. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Don't believe it. <laughs> but anyways, mm-hmm. Jack, I want you to call up your uh, uh, cables provider and tell them to add the Pursuit ne- Network to your... Uh... <laughs> I, I have Comcast, and I don't think they have it. I, don't think <laughs> yeah. I think they would be just say, who? What are you <laughs> want us to add? <laughs> then, they, then they look it up and like, are you sure, sir? <laughs> you realize you live in Massachusetts. I need my impact <laughs> wrestling and the you don't live in but fuck Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's from Alabama. I know Vic's from Alabama. He's a good man. But uh, I saw uh, uh, Vic. You're listening. You're in the chat room. Is is there anything on this Pursuit Network that that even like mildly interests you? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been fishing? Um, let's see. I've been fishing one, two, probably two. I'm trying to think, is there more? It seems uh, three, three, mm-hmm. three times. I think I've been fishing. I used to fish a lot when I was a kid. I haven't uh, in decades, honestly. But um, I always had a good time. But it, even when my uncle would watch us fishing, like besides the theme song that just make me laugh, like. No interest in watching like a show about people fishing. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Did you ever watch fishing shows? No, can't say I ever have. Now I've watched golf on TV. 
And I find that kind of relaxing, but like I've I've never really sat down and watched a fishing show, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Can't and say I, have nothing, I actually have nothing against hunting, especially if if, if you uh, eat the meat. Because mm-hmm. all you know, all meat so but I have no interest in watching people doing it. No. No, I'm not big on all that. All right, intro. Wanna to get to these questions? Was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, the questions will be fine. Uh, I can't think of any other wrestling topics that I can. Uh, I'm sure there's something out there that we're forgetting right now, but well, well they might be in the questions. Hopefully, hopefully. Brian Did somebody Joe. else pass away? Like the... uh, oh. I of Bundy. I thought there's somebody else. Well, I know Luke Perry, and then. Huh. Okay, well, anyhow. Brian Jones, you say. Yeah. He didn't pass away. But but by the way, play. someone did bring up a good thing here. And th- this will probably help you understand the, the use of the, the word fag. It's like when you say, when you use the word, and I, I use, you know, something else I grew up using. If you say something's retarded, mm-hmm. you're not making fun of actually mentally handicapped people. Um, I won't say that I've never used. I'm, you I'm, used I'm, it on I'm the show. I'm, I'm saying I won't say that I, I've yeah, never. Yeah, so used I'm just that. saying that it's the same vein. But I, I, um, I'm not saying you have to use any of these words. I'm just saying it's the same vein. No, I don't necessarily. I, I totally agree. I no, I. I, I mean, I can see where somebody would be offended by somebody using. The F word there that you're but using. but no one could be offended by using retarded. I'm sure they could. That's the same I've thing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's the same idea as what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right. Why, Brian Johnson? Why is it called cheesecake if it's more like pie? Oh, like an old like Seinfeld bit or something. <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of cheesecake, so I don't know. Uh, it is odd. But you're you're more into the beefcake. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah honky tonk filled me I, in I on what beefcake. Like cheesecake. Beefcake was an old magazine, an old like uh, you know. What's well, that been a term that's been around forever? Like that's no. what you call like a. Well, Honky Tonk filled me in on that. So yeah. it was an old magazine. That's why they gave it to him. So, uh, what, what were you saying about cheesecake? I the just I never big. heard of anyone. I never heard of anyone who didn't like cheesecake. I just had it once, and I wasn't too big on it. So, well, I mean, it's not good for you. You should stay away from it. But I've never heard anyone didn't like. It. Yeah, it just uh, it didn't really do it for me. I didn't like it. Let's see. We got uh, Job's on the line. Jobsy? What the fuck do you have against Alabama? <laughs> I know a lot of fine people from Alabama. Yourself and Slarty Bardfest and Vic Schiavone. But it was just a, an example. I mean, you you live there. You know there's a lot of, like... Uh, Rednecks and hillbillies and NRA yeah, I members. Think that, 
I think that could be said for anywhere that you go. Yeah, but it's a, it's a bigger percentage of the, of the population. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Huh. Hmm. Was it Alabama where you ate the bad pizza? Or was that Louisiana? Atlanta. No, it was outside. We went outside of Atlanta to the, go to the wrestling show. And I, what? What? Oh, it's above Georgia. No, it was still in Georgia. No, I think it was outside of Georgia. Oh, we didn't leave the state. I think we did because I, I remember. Uh, well, no, no. Like Atlanta is like in the middle of Georgia, so you didn't. Yeah, it was. It, we didn't. No, it wasn't Florida because that's below. <laughs> no, we didn't. I know it wasn't Florida, but I think we did go out of the state. I think because uh, we drove an hour on the bus. Yeah, but that's not that far. And we're, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought we did. No, no, you you probably didn't leave the state. You probably were at right outside of Atlanta. Takes a while to drive out of the city. I mean, it'd take like an hour and a half, you know, when I, me coming back from Boston. It's not that far. There's no traffic, only 40 minutes. Uh, it's, uh, so anything, anything else, Trose, besides defending Alabama? Sweet nope, home, good. Alabama. I think I can improve on this one. Fact, I think I did. What do you think, Incher? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Are you pissed about something now? No, I'm looking it up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we stayed in Georgia. It was outside of Atlanta, probably. It was like some barn or something. Oh, yeah. I guess it was Georgia. Yeah. (laughs) Carrollton, Georgia or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up. Well, I was mistaken. You thought we were in slime. No, I'm not. I'm not taking nobody's word for it. <laughs> Are you gonna go back there? Enter. No, I have no plans on going back to that uh, facility. No. <laughs> I remember I almost got into a fight because I was kind of drunk, and. Uh, and like I was like, uh, someone behind me was being annoying, and like I, I normally don't like pick fight, but I remember just being like an ass to him because he was being annoying. And my, and I think my brother told me to calm down. No, oh, really? Yeah, I think it was one of those. Uh, the one of the buddies of Specson. What hit one of his? He got like that group. They're called. They call themselves like the the Dangerous Alliance, and I'll make T-shirts for themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're actually about to uh, fist a cuss with this person well i think i think i wasn't planning on that but i think because i kept being an ass to him because he was annoying that my brother thought that 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 he was going to you know then <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh hmm well that would have been interesting yeah. that would have been, been your told, first fight probably i I've, I've been told that uh because I'm lovable and charming, 
that I can mm-hmm. get away with being like, like an ass easier than a lot of people. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, no punch me or nothing. Uh, I think you've just been extremely lucky. And also that I can get away with being creepy. Mm. Does he get away with it, though, Jobs? Does he get away with it? Well, I think it's a pretty sad state of affairs when you have to say that getting not getting punched is a success. <laughs> I say that's a success. I don't care if people like hate me or something. Mm-hmm. Not, like physically assaulting me. Fine by me. <laughs> I kind of like so, to be I hated, but I like to be like I like to get a reaction. You I don't think, want to be so old. I think everybody should experience like what it's like to get punched to the face one time. What are you in the Proud Boys or something? <laughs> I don't know. Is that like a Proud Boy like thing? Gavin McGinnis over here. Yeah, it's like one of the, you have to like get beat up. You mm-hmm. get beat in. You have to say like, oh, uh, not beat in, but just like I don't know, just just to experience what it's like. That I think that's just what people say. You get beat up a lot. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've I've had a, a fair shares of uh, my ass kickings. Yeah, I've had a uh, been beat up before. Have you ever actually even won a fight? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just more amusing to hear about the ones that I've lost. I think because uh, <laughs> that gets a lot of play on the shows. Yeah, if I, if I told the ones where I won the fight, you were just like, yeah, whatever. You're lying. <laughs> you, I, I'm sure you would say I'm lying. And then just go on. Well, I don't know. If you beat up like Joey McGee in like the fourth grade, I wouldn't think you oh, lied. Yeah. Joey McGee, he got he got the business. That's for sure. <laughs> well, tell us just a bit. Maybe tell us a story of a fight you won. Maybe we'll love it. Tell us a story. I'll tell you a story of pure intimidation, and I made the person back down. Yeah, I still don't think you've ever won a fight. Go on. See, you're laughing already. Oh, because you have no story of actually winning. It's like, well, I'll tell you a story of when I, you know, tim- intimidated this guy. Okay, 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 okay. Well, right, well, here, here, right, here's, here's a the story, story of me winning a fight. I was right. in the street playing uh, football with my buddies. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was being, the, I, they just, they designated me the referee and I made a call and my one friend took, uh, um, he didn't like it. And, uh, so we, we started throwing hands and I punched him in the eye so hard and he just walked away. He just, he decided that was enough and he walked off. And the next day he had like this big black eye at school and everybody was amazed that it, it happened. And he told everybody that I did it and I was such a quiet person that they're like did you really do that and i said yeah quiet, like, quiet killer you're like the quiet storm on that you're a tough enough yeah i'm i'm, I'm the silent rage you got some shitty friends if you played a pickup pick up game of football and they made you be the referee <laughs> as in like my friends are like i i've never was like the greatest at football but like well, obviously, they made you the referee. <laughs> yes, but 
I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood to to to, to play football that day. I don't know. I can't remember the uh, the circumstances with that. But well, you were you were in the mood to kick some ass that day. I, I threw down. So there's a story where I want to fight Jack. So. All right. If, if you can say there is a winner in a fight, he did walk away. And... There, that's that's good. See, now why would you say one needs to be punched in the face when you're like, there are no winners in a fight? You're just saying you want everyone to be losers. Well, I think like um, if you receive a punch and you know what it's like, and the, you know, you, you, it, it kind of it kind of gives you a perspective. Yeah, you, know? you won't go looking for trouble. <laughs> he won't go looking for. Well, I've never. I don't go looking for trouble. You, Andrew's more like he's always talking about wanting to fight everybody. Uh huh. In our, uh-huh. our private conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I even offered to like because uh, you keep questioning my toughness. I think, and I think I, I'm a lot tougher than you than you would ever believe, and. <laughs> you always question it, so it's like, all right, well, well, well no, I, this is what no, I said. I said to him, exactly right. I said to him, so I won this fight, this verbal fight. He, I said, well, next time we we see each other, you can punch me in the arm, and I'll punch you in the arm, and we'll see which one no. takes. And you back down. You're like, no, no, I don't want to be punched in the arm. Well, see, th- this whole story you're not telling, right? Because it wasn't about me saying I'm tougher than you or anything like that. It was you just start saying you could beat up, you know, like half the wrestlers on WWE, and I don't think I you say could. half the wrestlers. I said a lot of <laughs> really look that tough. Well, I, I just don't. But that's not saying that. I mean, I don't think I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to beat him up either. But so I had nothing. I wasn't saying I was tougher than you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, and for, for one thing, I've had multiple, like, Life life altering surgery, so I'm not gonna go around and, and get into a fist fight. Mm-hmm. Sounds like excuses to me. Well, excuses not to die. Yeah, it's it's probably a pretty good idea. Oh, you're afraid I'm gonna murder you now, eh? <laughs> well, I used to bring a gun around. Well, you're not. But a I do remember person. when we when we wrestled when we did when we used to wrestle when we wrestled that time. I did throw see. It down. See, this is the thing. I didn't even take it serious what we were. Oh, doing. but I did. I was thinking. I was deadly serious while we were wrestling in the, in the and, hotel. And, and, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm really wrestling that <laughs> year. You've got these no, delusions, stranger, no. where you think you're you're, you're no. really doing something, and and no. here I am, but I'm just don't that's, want to hurt anything. That, in the that's room. the op. That's the opposite of truth. Because I think everyone who listens to the show knows almost everything I say is always facetious. There's hardly anything I say where I'm really bragging about myself in any way. But you do talk about, you know, I even joked, I said, I think you're having a midlife crisis. And then it broke the tension and you laughed and agreed. But you went on this thing that you were saying, like, you could just beat up all these wrestlers and. Like you haven't even been in a I fight. I said like I could beat up years. all the wrestlers. I said like all of these wrestlers. So it's like uh, you think you could be like Finn Balor and all these people. Just a few that I don't like. I think I could probably take them into the fight. But I also said like I, I'm probably crazy. Like <laughs> I probably couldn't do it. I, I, I mean, you know. I, I don't know. I just don't think they're that tough, is what I was saying. Because you you sent a thing on the post that uh, somebody posted on Facebook about uh, 
about how the women could probably out wrestle everybody or something like that. Do you remember the post? Yeah, but I think it, it wasn't. That wasn't really the the point. And, but what where uh, that's what spurred the conversation. Uh, my thing was, I don't think a lot of the wrestlers are as tough as what uh, people perceive them to be. That's basically where oh, I was going. I mean, but but I do think you have to be tough to to even be in wrestling because you're taking a lot of oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot of physical stuff. Yeah, you got to be very. Uh, tough like that but i i think that's different than being in like an actual fight yeah that well yeah i don't think it well of course but uh i still think most of the wrestlers were all the wrestlers in wwbo i don't know there's some i think i could probably take well who give me give me an give me an idea <laughs> it's like all the small people uh <laughs> finn balor which i mean even that i don't i think you'd beat the hell out of you I never said finn balor i don't know I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be scared of him, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, you got beat by a little girl. <laughs> now, now, I never said a little girl, Jack. A big girl. What? What, what was it? Grown woman? <laughs> Whatever. You're so. I mean, <laughs> you need a punch to the face. <laughs> that perspective. This, uh, I, I mean, you really questioned me on this, and then, and then you're like, and then you're like, you got beat up by a little girl. <laughs> Isn't that poking the bear? It is. It's poking the well, bear. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you got beat up by a little girl, you can't really say I can go beat up, you know, these uh, athletic guys. What fight have you been in? What fight have you been in? I'm not saying I could beat anybody up. Your was like, oh, your brother backed you down from the the, the hillbilly at the fucking uh, uh, the wrestling show. He was like, oh, he better not. He, he calmed you down because he knew you could have handled yourself. Well, there's no re- no one like no civilized people want to just go and get into fights in public. <laughs> well, that's not like I'm looking to either. But you keep you keep questioning me on stuff, and I'm like, all right, well, I want to prove my manhood here, and I want to. <laughs> I want to knock you out so you can just see what it's like. <laughs> Do you think you could take Shane McMahon? I think I could probably take Shane, honestly. Yeah. I really do. I think he's like I, a foot taller than you. He's taller, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean, all you got to do is just move around a little bit, and he'll and he'll get insanely winded. <laughs> I mean, a fight, it doesn't really last long. I mean, normally. But he's actually trained with, like, professional MMA fighters. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you've seen his quick hands. He thinks he, th- he could do something, but he can't. Well, what, have you, what have you done athletically in the last, you know, like, 20 years? In the last 20 years, I've, I've restrained people physically. I mean, that's not an easy task to do. Drunks? And that was like 10 years. Not a drunk? No. Who? I can't really say, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There's reasons I can't say, but I really can't. You know what the fuck I do for a living, Jack? I mean, for what the fuck? Oh, you're just gonna sit here fucking laughing now. <laughs> what? You know what? For living, you know I can't fucking come on here and talk about okay, it. Okay, okay. Well, I didn't know what you're. Ta- I didn't know what the hell you're talking about. 
God, your uh, your audio bad right now. Do you think you could take CM Punk? Yeah, I probably could. No, <laughs> I could take. It. I could. Yeah. So how would you just a little? How, how would you feel? How would you feel knowing that you were see you were CM Punk's first MMA victory? <laughs> That'd be fine. I wouldn't care. <laughs> it's not like I do it for free. I mean. Yeah, there you go. So, you have all that money. You have all that money to console you. <laughs> exactly. That that'll buy a lot of freaking Game Boys. But uh, I don't know. I, there's there are some wrestlers that I think aren't like like really that as tough as they let. They say Shawn Michaels got beat up all the time. Yeah, but not like the Marines and stuff. The, the Marine thing. How do they know it's a Marine? There's other people. They beat this person out in the bar. They're like, oh, it was a Marine. How were they in like uniforms? But, but it was probably like a guy's. I, I'm look. I think Michaels would beat you up. I don't know. They say he's not very tough. He's like six two or six foot or something, and like has muscles and like is an athlete. I, that really doesn't uh, like that really doesn't matter in a fight, Jack. It, yes, it does matter in a fight. It, I, it, you think it would, but it really having doesn't. Re- having a reach matters. I think uh, more intimidation matters in a fight than anything. So and just, just like, being wow, like, like, well, how are yeah, you intimidating? You're not an intimidating guy. Never been in a fight. You don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're not a true warrior like I am. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you've been in a fight? When you were like 12? No, no, no. No. <laughs> you said before in the show it was when you were young. It was like a teenager. Was I twelve? No, no, it was older than that. I, I think I can't remember, but I'm just saying you haven't been in a fight like in five twenty years, and you've never been in a fight. So I've I'm got. Not saying, I'm not saying I'm going to go beat anybody up. Uh, I, I'm giving perspective from a person who's been in a fight. Just been in a fight. <laughs> Period. That's so all there. So you, when you say intimidation, you just you think. I mean, you're what five six. Get back down. Whenever uh, you start talking back shit back. Into, the, into the fucking room, and I'd give you one look, and you're like, "Sorry, sorry." No, that's a lie. But the, that uh, is a lie. That happened at Rockville, and you started like making shit up, and I, uh, I was like, "Dude, my fucking parents are listening to this." Oh, well, I was just being nice, Intro. I was. You said your parents, so I stopped saying gay stuff. That's a, that wasn't. I was intimidated. Yeah, I think we're we're friends, and you said your parents would listen to it, so I I stopped saying anything that I thought might offend them. Yeah, yeah. And you also don't want a shot to the arm, so. Well, who does? We'll see. It's not it's, uh, being punched in the arm, isn't it? I've punched in the arm many times. I mean, well, what the hell? <laughs> it's a very safe area to hit someone. Just give him, just give him a good working punch. 
<laughs> you just I manhandled you when we wrestled, and that's the end of it. Oh no, no. See that uh, you bring that up like it, it was really like some feat, yeah, but <laughs> no, it's it not a feat. Clowning around, and that's all I took it as. <laughs> well, that's what I took it as too. Okay. Thank you for admitting it. I think I've admitted it a thousand times. I think anyone listening knew like, we didn't have like a big brawl. But you're still pretty easy to take. See, look at that. See? See? <laughs> we'll see about that. I'm going mean, to give you 100% all open. I ain't going to stop until you're in the hospital, pal. <laughs> Watch yourself, Jack. is an animal now, so mm-hmm. I'm the animal. <laughs> oh well, whatever. I don't know. I, I'm I'm I really am an old fuck, and I'm probably gonna. <laughs> 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 well, all right, intro. So we got, we got done with that. All that came from the cheesecake question. Um, <laughs> there you go. So I don't know why they uh. They call cheesecake. <laughs> like like a, a pie. <laughs> she just cheese pie. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess cheese just has a consistency that is not uh, like I don't know. I can't. I, I can't explain it. All right. Where the hell we? Oh, it's just on the second question. Byron Henderson wants to know uh, which match would you enjoy more. British Bulldogs versus Rock and Roll Express versus the Heart Foundation versus the Midnight Express and the TLC match or Road Warriors versus Hanson and Brody versus the APA versus Doc and Gordy Street Fight. Uh, for me, the, the first match to TLC with Bulldogs, Rock and Roll, Heart Foundation, and Midnight Express by far. Mm-hmm. you have a preference, Incher? Yeah, some of the matches I haven't seen, so I can't really speak on it, but... Uh... I think you. Had I, w- a pretty- I definitely wouldn't put APA in that one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them as characters, but not not very. Not very yeah, good. I've never really That's enjoyed good. any of their matches. I mean, uh, three like, inch. J- oh, uh, uh, JBL, like he had some decent matches, just as the JBL character. Some, not 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 many. I won't I won't say very many, but. Uh, never was an APA fan as far as like their matches. They're just kind of assholes, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three inch tricep. Uh, who is going to win WrestleMania this year? The fans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess the universe. You know it. Johnny Cena's gonna have a match. I don't know. Him and mm-hmm. I know when he's not on it. They haven't really announced many matches, honestly. I don't think we even knew Daniel Bryan's wrestling. Or really even who, you know, who the, the women's match. I think the only match we know is uh, Brock and Rollins. I guess, like, we can pretty much guess that it's going to be Batista and Triple H, but yeah. they haven't announced it. Yeah. Uh, who is more? De- oh, uh, they may happen at their house. I mean, Triple H may just drive to Batista's sure. house and, and beat him up. Mm-hmm. You like Gensher? Yeah, he's showing him who the true warrior is. Marty, do you think you could beat a Batista? 
No, I don't think I can beat them up. Marty Van Buren, should the WWE use de-aging technology on live TV to de-age old wrestlers like Hogan and Flair? I saw about this recently because uh, some actors now get that in their contract that you have to use the uh, like the de-aging lenses <laughs> on the mm-hmm. like they have it right in their contract. <laughs> uh, no, don't think that they should use that. I mean, just I mean, people get old; it's only natural. Yeah. There was another thing I saw too, which is very, very weird. It's this technology, which makes sense that they could use it. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> it's a technology they can use on um, actors uh, in post, where like, so let's say you want to manipulate someone's face to make them look ha- more happy or sad or angry, or whatever, and they can actually do that. And uh, a lot of people aren't you know, happy with that because it takes away the art of acting if you can just physically go in there. And like, hey, this guy's not, you know, look, he doesn't look mad enough in this scene and uh, digitally ch- ch- alter his face with a program to make him, you know, look more at- angry or, mm. or whatever emotion you're looking for. Mm. Computers are just making it where you don't have to give, like, directing, I guess. Like, be like yeah. you need to be more angry in this scene. Right. They need to hire, they just hire, you know, models, not mm. sure if they can act. <laughs> just just digitally enhance whatever or just uh-huh. change whatever they want afterwards. And, and everybody is like a lead of the battle angel. That movie doesn't look at all to me, but people are saying it's great. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it doesn't really do a whole lot for me either, but I'm kind of like... Fake. Yeah, which I guess she's just like an animated character or like a performer that's been animated or I don't know. But uh, I I just see ads like that. I'm like, who wants to see this movie? But I guess people want to see it nowadays. So yeah. what do I know? Well, I don't think it made a lot of like a huge amount of money, but people really like it to see it. I know yeah. uh, the, the headless critic of uh, Without Your Head, he really liked it. Uh, Jason Minton. Robert Rodriguez, he directed it, and he's done some good movies before. So, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like something when I can tell it's just like not really there. Yeah. Um, I will say I was uh, not big on Ready Player One when I when uh, they were advertising it, but I watched it and I did enjoy it. So. Yeah, I've not seen it. It didn't interest me, but I most people I know liked it, so it's probably good. Mm-hmm. I just unlikely something I'd like. Uh, um, Owl, who is more delusional, Greg Gagne or Incher? Mm. <laughs> That's one guy who needs his ass kicked. I, I, I think I think maybe you could beat him up. <laughs> I don't really know much about him. Thanks, you're really going out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know though, because he is he is Korean, so he might know kung fu or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He could, he could. Never underestimate anybody, but I think I could. They make uh, good fried chicken, Korean fried chicken. I try not to eat fried food, but every once in a while, I'm up in Chinatown, get some um, Korean fried chickens. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jamie Forsythe. Do you think Sergeant Slaughter was secretly jealous of his own creation, Rambo Greg Gagne? A lot of Greg Gagne questions. By the way, Greg Gagne, 
followed the uh, In Your Head Twitter. I was, I was very happy to see that. Made my day. Good man, Greg Ganya. <laughs> like that guy. He's going places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, sure, I think so. Um, how old do you think? You know what? I think Greg Ganya gets uh, not even just because he's on the show, and, and I thought it was a great, uh, fun interview. Uh, I do think he gets a bad rap because I don't think he was. I actually think he was a good wrestler. Um, he had he didn't have the greatest uh, physique, but it was uh, a changing time in wrestling where people were starting to see the you know the the giant dudes in WWE, and so it wasn't like that. But um, mm-hmm. if you would have went a few years before that, didn't really look much different than anybody else. And yeah, I think he's a good wrestler. People, I, he's definitely not like on the level of like. Uh, you know, David Flair or something. Yeah, he was natural. I mean, he was a, he was a legit good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, says that Incher uh, backed down when he said he would fight. He geez, he said he he would he would fight you. That <laughs> Incher backed down. No, I didn't back down. I said uh, it's, it's kind of like a, I don't know. I, I don't really want to repeat it, but. Uh, Almost like you're you're picking on somebody who is not capable of making their own decisions. <laughs> it's the best way that I can put it. What if we started GoFundMe was... to raise like the money and and he signs the no harms or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> no harm. uh, what was it? No harm clause or no harm? Yeah. It's the only place I ever heard that term. I have to admit, it's WWE. <laughs> it's a, it's they bring a, it up. Uh, it's a hold harmless agreement. Hold there we go. They hold. bring it up every few years. They love it. What is that? What is that? Hold harmless. Like you just can't sue. Which you would think every every wrestler in the whole company would already not be able to sue the company if they got hurt. You know, if this was all real in a wrestling match, you know, and any of that shit probably wouldn't even hold up in court. <laughs> he signed this hold harmless. <laughs> they're not, not i notice they say a lot of people say i'm at my wits end mm-hmm. and i think like i know that's a saying but like i've outside like maybe a book i read in school like i i don't think anyone's really said that in like 30 or 40 years at my wits end it mm-hmm. just it seems a very outdated term that for some mm-hmm. reason pops up a lot in wwe yeah yeah um, Al Ulb, do you think the reason why Ambrose is a babyface, despite him mocking Roman Reigns' cancer, is because Dana Warrior is now on the writing team? <laughs> hmm. Like he's saying Dana Warrior wrote that? Uh, I mean, she just started with the writing well, team. Well, the, 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 yeah, it was a joke because uh, uh, Warrior used to make fun of... Uh, Bobby Heenan for having cancer, yet they made him like the. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't draw that connection. Yeah, a lot of times, you have to really put things together. Yeah, that's. that's I, I know what you're talking about now, but yeah, geez. He goes like with like the really deep cut with like. Uh, <laughs> you really have to think about his questions. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you guys think that Dana Warrior is the reason that Raw's been so great? Maybe I've been I've been saying Bruce Pritchard, but maybe it's the the mastermind mm-hmm. Dana Warrior. That's what it could be. Greatest mind. Do you do you think, Enter, that she has the potential to uh, 
to eventually <clears throat> be better than Michael Hayes as the as the greatest mind in wrestling? Maybe you never know. I mean, I really don't know anything about her, but I, I, I like, just just judging. I mean, I, I highly doubt it, but I mean, who knows? I mean, I've I've never really even heard an interview with her or anything, so. Who really knows? But I'm just going to go out on a limb and say no. Who do you think's a, a more creative booker, Paul Heyman or, or Michael Hayes? It's <laughs> 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 like the easiest question I think I've ever been asked on this show. <laughs> Definitely Paul Heyman. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Like, what has Michael Hayes really even done? I mean, I know I've heard him say, like, he wants to have, like, who was it? John Cena and Roman Reigns is, like, the main event of one uh, WrestleMania or something. And... I mean, he does book the Rumble every year. Hmm. This year wasn't bad. I thought the Rumble was all right. Last few years weren't so good. Last Back few... in the day, though, when it was... Uh... When Patterson. it's Patterson's baby, I think it, it was the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Anastasio Theodosiadius wants to know, who is Andre the Giant? He's from Grenoble, France. From Grenoble, France. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dobbs Dean Mia wants to know, does faith in something higher really relieve stress? Very philosophical here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, I I think it would depend uh, how you use it. Because I think it could also cause stress. Depends. Are we saying like a a higher power, like Vince McMahon in the ministry? (laughs) Right. Uh, Al Oob, has Intro jerked it to the Becky Lynch ASMR yet? Mm-mm. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, it's, a fake, uh, it. it's a fake Becky Lynch doing ASMR. Oh, okay. I'll see. She's got like a uh, an orange wig and the uh, the goggles there from Steampunk. She's no longer mm-hmm. Steampunk, though, is she? Uh, I don't know what she... I guess not. Uh, maybe she dropped that. Yeah. I will I say, though... I don't uh, think that's cool anymore, steampunk. My uh, favorite ASMR uh, artist is Korean, so... Really? Yeah, they're related to Tao Ould. You never know, do you think that's con- Do you think there's any connection? Like, maybe they remind you of Tao Ould? <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? The plot thickens. What if Tao Ould would do some ASMR? <laughs> oh god i'm sure it would piss me off any any interaction i have with the man it's it does make me angry i i, I can't explain why but it, it, there's just people like that like i used to have the same like reaction to uh Dwayne, but for some reason when he started calling in i lightened up on Dwayne. uh-huh but it is pissing me off. I see him posting on uh, Twitter that uh, he's posting about wrestling over there, but he he doesn't call in the show anymore. So that is pissing me off, Dwayne. Hey, might be pissing too late for him. Maybe I don't know, but uh, 
He uh, Job's he, here. He's the, he's not too good to not call into the show. Job's is a good man. He's a good man. I like that guy. <laughs> hey, Job's, what do you think about this? I know you're uh, you like the musicals, like myself. I saw it was that it was uh it was um advertised on Raw. It was a local ad, and um, what is this? a Bronx Tale the musical is playing in Boston in April. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Let me get myself a ticket. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I mean I'm familiar with the show. I, I think I think it's a good show. I think you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah. I've never. I mean, I've seen, I love the movies. Some of my favorite movies. I've not seen the. I know he did a one man play, which I almost went to see. What he was doing in Atlantic City, but this is a this is the musical. I think you'll enjoy yourself. I think you'll like it. Right. I know I was going to intro my like this one uh, last uh, month, but I couldn't go because I was in recovery. It was uh, what is it? What was uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the musical? That's oh yeah, like a fun time. Yeah, I like a, a big fan of the uh, Gene Wilder movie. Haven't seen the other ones with Johnny Depp, but uh. Yeah, a live action play that would be pretty cool yeah. to see. Yeah, I hang out a lot in the art in the uh, in the theater district in Boston. In mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a few weeks, I'll be in Cambridge hanging with a bunch of uh, artsy folk. Mm-hmm. You think you'll challenge any of them to a fight? No, I don't challenge. Oh, okay, no. okay. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out, it. talk about movies, just wonder. <clears throat> you get some good food. I'm uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm writing a a, a a script intro for a horror movie short. I have two different ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the plan is with some of my friends in uh, up in Boston and Cambridge to to uh, make a short short film. Heck yeah! They all make a bunch of stuff. So. <clears throat> I have two different ones. I think I could do like for not much money. And oddly enough, both of them are about necrophilia. I don't know what that says about. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that says about you either. <laughs> I see good things. No, that's <laughs> that's incorrect. Vic Chiavone wants to know: Do you think Enzo could damage his brand anymore? Oh, that's right. So Enzo on the um, on the Twitter. He was saying, you know, uh, you know, King Kong Bundy died. His grandparents used to brag him up, took him to a show. Everyone worked their ass off, but he'll always remember uh, him for with the green tongue and eating the turnbuckle. So he thought King Kong Bundy was George Animal Steve. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I can't call him like asshole or something, but I mean, that's pretty fucking dumb. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um... I know it's a mistake, you know, and all, but my God. He was deadly serious. He wasn't even joking. I don't think you would joke about, like, some dude dying. Damn, yeah. That's that's pretty bad, but oh, well. He is, like, how old is Enzo? Like, 26, 28. Yeah, he is young. Like, that's almost like before his time, then, wasn't it? Like, because I was pretty young when Georgie Animal Steel was around. Yeah, I think someone, I don't know, maybe Joe mentioned that, like, he would have been like two when Georgie Animal Steel retired. Like, the thing is, is, like, he later clarified that that the match was Bundy versus George the Animal Steel, but I. 
highly doubt they would have worked a match together. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did, but because that because like when they would have been in the company together, Bundy was probably like working, you know, Hogan at the, at the Garden in the main event. Well, I mean, WrestleMania three, they were both active, weren't they? So. But I mean, how how old would he have been in WrestleMania three? I mean, he... no, he yeah, uh, he's he's. We, we, can, we can look up and see how old, how old he is. I'm sure. Yeah, he would have been. I don't know if he would have even been around. I was. God. Let's see. He is. He's thirty two. So yeah, he's. So he was born in eighty six. So. He would have been born after that. That like he would have been born after that. So well, no. WrestleMania three was what eighty eight, eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah, so he would have been two. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't. I, I think he was just. He made a mistake, I mean, and he's a young guy. He probably doesn't. He's not real familiar with the older guys. I would say so, but. I don't know. I'd, I'd say just give him a pass, but it, it is a pretty bad mistake to make. But mm. I'm I'm embarrassed for him right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <clears throat> Al Wolf, is it true the real reason Jack decided not to go to All In, Double or Nothing, was because he's an ableist piece of shit and didn't want to be part of a sensory inclusive event. And so uh, here's a here's a quote from Brandy. Uh, sensory inclusive events cater towards people of trouble processing sensory information when they are at large events. Loud noises, strong smells, anything that can trigger them to have negative reaction. It includes people with autism, PTSD, strong anxiety, even people who have suffered recent strokes. Our staff will be fully prepared to take care of and field anything that happens to anyone dealing with these issues we want to make sure that all are welcome to come and that they have a great time at our events so they don't want loud noises is that what they're saying that makes no sense you can't have a wrestling show they even said they're having all this pyro how can you have how can you have pyro in a wrestling show where people are cheering to clap and with and no noise yeah that makes no sense i'm so I, I, I was someone got mad at me before on facebook about this because um, they were saying that the, their kid, um, they, they they wanted all the the hand dryers taken out of public restrooms because it sets off mm-hmm. their peat their kids. Pee yeah, pee. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, it was something. Maybe no, there's something else with their kid. But then someone else chimed in and said they had PTSD and their bothers. Now I'm sorry if that's true. If that uh, if if uh, the sound of a hand dryer sets you off, but. If that is true, you can't just stop all sounds in the world. You just you you aren't able to go out, mm-hmm. or you have to be able to put up with it. But you can't just. There's no now. No one can make sounds. And doesn't most wrestling events like they even mic the ring so it makes like a louder noise? Oh, yeah, when, and everyone's cheering yeah. and clapping, and they're gonna have the music, and they said they're gonna have pyro. 
I'm assuming there will be. Well, why would like you even a, be in Las uh, Vegas? How could you even be in Las Vegas? <laughs> How the hell could you walk around the city of Las yeah, Vegas? That's fair. Mm. You, you do have a point. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get to the arena that's in the casino? I'm just going to chalk this up to Brandy Rose's full of shit. <laughs> I'm assuming they'll have like a a special area that's not that's maybe not at the arena or you know that is like a you like a watch booth. It on like a TV yeah. or she's trying I to mean, be a heel like she'll come out to like sirens and stuff oh <laughs> the God. loudest pyro that you could make they just have someone keel over <laughs> the guy with a shotgun just blasting him in the air <laughs> that's another thing this PT everyone uh, I'm nothing against people I actually have PTSD but like, I have like all these people on my face. Everyone says they have it, and like it, people that's never like done anything. Like, why would you? Ha- why do you? Why are you suffering from PTSD? You weren't in the war, or yeah. some accident, or something. At you, but trust me, this. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, or attention deficit disorder, or, or autism, or all these. I think all that exists, but people. Oh, there's people say that ever that they have all of it. N- not everyone is autistic. Not everyone has PTSD. Not everyone has attention deficit disorder. Not everyone's bipolar. Damn. Adrian Stevens III. Does Incher have the deep desire to copulate? In other words, engage in coitus with big booty ebony beauties. Does he want to make some milk? Chocolate babies with the sisters. Okay. <laughs> sure, give me some sisters. We'll we'll make some uh, babies. Uh, I don't I don't want to say it like he Ali said it, but oh, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of PC here. <laughs> well, I'm running for president. You know. <laughs> No, I'm not running for president. Al Loeb added, uh, "Interest attracted to black women, but doesn't believe in interracial breeding." Nah, I never said that. He really just uh, takes uh, people's words and just changes it into whatever he feels like changing it into. Well, next next week we will have the timestamp in the episode of In Your Head where you said that. <laughs> he actually, he actually did put it later on. Um, Even what time, was it? It was it was where I was taken up for Hogan. I know. He said fathers want grandkids that look like them. Well, yeah, I did say that, but I mean, I wasn't saying it like <laughs> I don't believe in it. Like it should never happen. I never said it like that. I said like well, Jack, a, a lot of grandfathers would expect that they're you know, but they don't. I mean. I don't mean to try to make anybody feel bad, but I mean, I think everybody old school dudes were like that, you know. A thing that will change, and that's uh, that change for the better. I would say it was a brown ball. Uh, at least you didn't say that uh, uh, Awesome Kong was going to have a, a monkey. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't even on this though. It was uh, so I don't remember. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, whatever. Al wants to try to make look like some teen racist or some crazy person. I think I've proven 
hear on in your head that I am totally sane. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just your average down to earth dude. Who wants to fight all the wrestlers? <laughs> I don't want to fight all the wrestlers. I said there's a few that I think I can take. But I'm probably wrong. I'll even admit that. I probably would just get my ass in. <laughs> well, I do think you. I think you could take draws. Oh, no, that's just, that's oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, Jesus, dude. Because I'm trying to balance out the show. You're going totally PC. I'm going to go low. You go, you go high. I'm going to go low. Oh, I see. Oh, if I can go low. Yeah, I think you just went the lowest you could go, beating up a, a crippled person. Good lord. Al Lul, if Jack sent Incher a chocolate dick, would he eat it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good chocolate. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd wonder like if the chocolate is, is like good in that, you know? Like If it's, <laughs> if it's shitty chocolate, then it's just like that. That would be like an ass, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably high quality chocolate because they're expensive. But where uh, is the mold like a live action mold? Like it was <laughs> they like... just molded off a guy's cock. Yeah, time. this is like <laughs> this is like so. So you're like a few like uh, molds away from actually. Like, <laughs> it's probably the same mold they used to make, you know, dildos or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can eat a chocolate mousse. And not be eating a moose, you know? Right, so you so you wouldn't be eating a dick, you'd just be eating a symbol of a dick. Yeah, exactly. So, What's wrong with that? Yeah, apparently, uh, Jason said there's a video of him with with a chocolate dick in his mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, now you know what to send Jason. <laughs> I wonder if they make white chocolate ones. I was going to send them out with DJ Curly Bear CDs. No, I probably I wouldn't eat that. I hate white chocolate. I love white chocolate. Oh, I hate it. I think it's terrible. I'm I'm pretty much exclusive milk chocolate type of person. I hate dark chocolate. I just like I milk. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of chocolate in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dobbs wants to know what if Adam and Eve weren't two different people, but instead they were two different tribes. And were they called Quest? I see. Hmm. So is he saying that there was two different tribes of people? That's actually an interesting question. And then they got together, and that's how mankind started. Hmm. Maybe they weren't. Maybe that. Maybe one was the missing link tribe, and one was like something. Else. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm not sure how he means it, but interesting. I will. If you had to get rid of one religion, what? Which religion would it be? Probably one we should avoid. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have read that question, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say all of them. Just get rid of them all. Dominic <laughs> Weevil. Would Intra have to bring his gun to a heady fest? <laughs> hmm. Would I have to bring my gun to a heady fest? I think for the most part I wouldn't need it. Every now and then, I might shoot one or two people. 
For the most part, I want to need it, you know. Would, would you shoot to kill or just like maim? Uh, I, I, I just or would you just shoot him bit. up in the air, like just the, the, the intimidation? Yeah, factor. see, I could want to just take to the podium and just do a, like a Yosemite Sam, where I pull out the guns and just start firing. You know, I mean, that uh-huh. just means I'm happy. You can see me shooting a gun on my Twitch channel, Jack. Ew. That's right. You can see me shooting a light gun. Like it's not heavy? No, 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 no. It's 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 uh I I played some uh some uh the jeez, I'm forgetting the name of the uh uh, uh well, Wild Gunman, the old Nintendo game. Uh, yeah, I know the game. And then uh there, there's like a peripheral for um, the Famicom where it's like it looks like a real, honest to God, like a uh, Colt forty five. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so yeah, I thought that was. What pretty if you amazing. were playing it and like the the cops just charge in and start blowing you away? <laughs> it probably would blow me away with this thing. Cause <laughs> is there's there's no little orange tip or anything. It, it looks like a real fucking gun. I mean, yeah. so yeah. Uh, it, it's black and everything, and it has it a is brown weird, handle. When I was a kid, I thought nothing that none of us thought anything of of guns looking real, like toy mm-hmm. guns. And we played guns all the time. I had machine guns. They're awesome. All I'll kinds play. of guns. And now that I think about it, like it is like wow, that is pretty weird that you would just have like a kid run around with a a gun that looked real. That is that is odd. It make clicking noise like a. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, I thought I, I didn't think anything of it at the time, mm-hmm. but it is, it is weird to think now that they had like realistic looking toy guns. That was probably one of my favorite things to do was to play guns. Is just, oh yeah, I had a great time. We always had a good time. I always loved it. I know, uh, across the, uh, in the, um, in the forest, uh, a lot of the guys, uh, well, kids at the time would go, uh, and do a paintball. But th- I mean, this was before it really became a big deal. I was mm-hmm. uh, so it was pretty expensive to get into at the time. I guess yeah, I've never played. Cool. Never yeah. played it either. I mean, we got. I remember we got laser tag, and it was uh, not at first because laser tag was pretty expensive. I remember we got it like on sale somewhere. I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. we so we get, I just had two sets. So instead of just like two of us playing which would be kind of lame unless like some of the other kids had them but usually they didn't so it was um i think this maybe one other kid had but anyway we would split them up so two people would be like it and then two people would be the hunters mm-hmm. and so they so two of us would wear the uh the chest piece and then two of us would have the gun yeah and so he tried to hunt the other two that was fun you know jack you brought up laser tag and i was at the flea market uh couple weeks ago and i actually found a laser tag set oh really i haven't tried it out to see if it works but Uh i had one when i was a kid too and 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 for some reason i couldn't just leave it and it was pretty cheap the guy sold it for like 10 bucks i think and uh and so i went ahead and bought it and afterwards i was like why the hell did i buy this (laughs) I'll have to try it out to see it, if they actually bring work. it to Heady Fest. Instead of fighting, mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll play, play laser tag. <laughs> so we'll, around, uh, the, around the hotel, we're just like, oh. If I beat you in laser tag, what, what do I get for that? A pat on the back. Okay, okay. 
It's a big chocolate dick. <laughs> big chocolate dick. <laughs> and if you don't get it, you get the big white dick. Oh no. Uh, let's see. A huge downgrade in my book. I think that's been obvious on the show. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that was an easy one for you, Jack. It was a good one, though. That was a softball, like a freaking (laughs) tossed underhanded into you. (laughs) Al Wolb, is everything at work? Um, (laughs) Wrestling fans appear to think everything is at work. That's something that embarrasses me. It's like when wrestling fans, like, they just think everything's fake, or mm-hmm. and others, er, all other sports are fake. It's like God, oh, it's so lame. Just because the thing we like isn't like legit, but movies aren't and stuff either. To me, it's never been any mm-hmm. different. Why do you have to be such a loser about it? I've thought about this, and it's just like, you know, there is no other sport where the fans are conditioned to like boo somebody because you know, like they're not getting the push that they want, you know. Right, right. I mean, the reason for that is because it's not a work. They go out there and you are fans of a person because they really do dominate in what they're doing. Right. You right. Know? Or you're just loyal to them because they're from, you know, around unless, where you live. Yeah, unless you were somebody who was like, man, I really love, you know, this other team that always loses to the Globetrotters. Why are the Globetrotters getting the... <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. Right. That would be like the only equivalent, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, if fans came out and they booed the Globetrotters, so they're or like, like maybe if they went to like Disney on Ice and they're like, why isn't Samantha, you know, getting the role of the princess <laughs> instead of one of the dwarves? She deserves it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happens either, as far as I know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, just 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 think about that, guys. I mean. Why isn't Teller the one who talks? Why is why is Penn get all the all the play? He deserves it. He deserves to talk. <laughs> He's no <laughs> man. It's not a B plus player. You pull the rabbit out of the hat. You deserve it. <laughs> it's weird. It's people's change. Just fandom itself for wrestling has changed because so many people base their fandom upon the actual workings of the show as opposed to just the show. So it's yeah. like you go and like, well, I sometimes people taught themselves out of liking something. Cause it's like they might, the show itself might've been fine, but then they have to be like, well, you know, so-and-so shouldn't have won this match because then they're going to face this guy mm-hmm. and it made more sense if this other person won and it hurts the title for this and it hurts and so, yeah. and then you end up just talking yourself out of enjoying it because you're and, just thinking of the, the like the backstage and and I'll admit I'm probably guilty of that I'd say oh sure I think everyone is who listens yeah. to the show yeah I mean being like a, a smartened up fan has definitely uh, changed my opinions on things like <laughs> I remember because I remember like I knew it wasn't on the up and up when I was watching in like '98 and stuff but I wasn't on the internet you know. Yeah, I was until two thousands. Yeah, so I, I I can remember like looking at like wrestling and not knowing all the inside information mm-hmm. and everything, but it does changes your perception on it. Uh, owl favorite nineties WWF Hasbro figure. Hmm, good question. 
I really like the Dusty Rhodes with the yellow polka dots. I have that on my wall. I had Jake the Snake, and I think if you turn his arm, he would like swing it. Yeah, they had, they all have special uh, pop, you know, special moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the uh, th- that's like the smaller one, right? Yeah, they're hard plastic. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of movement. They have a little bit of movement. Yeah, they're not the hard rubber ones. Either he swinged his arm or like you turned him and he kind of like punched I or something. He, yeah, I think he might have did a punch because I think he had the. Well, they might have made a couple different ones of them, but I think he had like that arm that you might even push back and he did like a straight punch. Yeah, and he had the snake with him. It was separate. So. Yeah. I don't have Jake the snake actually. I had it when I was a kid. I remember I had it. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the Dusty Roads. I'm trying to think of the best looking one. Mm, I'd have to see them all like in person. Uh, the Razor Moan one's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. I think I have the Roddy Piper one on my desk. I, I have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to give them away for prizes. The Roddy Piper ones, I remember. Mm-hmm. The uh, I used to do the. Uh, maybe I'll do it again sometime. I do. I did used to like doing the the prize wheel. Maybe I would do the prize wheel on Twitch. There you go. Then we could just. I just do live. Live prize. Maybe get interrupting a little like uh can you do that? Like if I was on Twitch, can I put you on the same Twitch like up in like a corner or something? You could probably put me on Skype and like a video chat and just like take the frame and like zoom it in on like where I'm talking. Like your dong. Oh yeah, your yeah, your face your face. <laughs> I think the other one was just wishful thinking. <laughs> I don't know if your camera zooms well, in that. Much. What would you do if you loaded me up on Skype and it's just a, my penis? And I'm like, <laughs> no, Jack. I'd just be t- a penis. I'd be like, I'd be like screenshot, screenshot, <laughs> screenshot. Facebook, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook. Look at that, sure. <laughs> I'd have to like go make like a fake account so like I didn't get kicked off. Uh huh. Yeah, burner account. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, he says. <laughs> it's, it's, it's this mentality that stops me from sending topless pictures of myself. I'm like, well, why were you going to send them anyway? I thought, like, uh, like when I cut myself shaving, and I was like, I could send like a picture with, and then I was like, not like with the blood trickling down and all that, and be like, look, I just blade it, you know. But then I thought, no, it would be everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, but it would be pretty cool. I've been proud of that. Yeah, like I, because I, I, and then I thought, no, I can't do that. It'd be everywhere. Funny, there's this guy on the the Facebook group who's like obsessed with ball sweat. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I don't know. He's like, really like, but anyway. So then he went and like he's going through all my Facebook pictures, and he takes this one. I know you've probably seen it. I'm topless in it, and it's got uh, my hair's all crazy. As so I just woke up, and it's like all going different ways, and I got the silly look on my face. And uh, obviously, I took it because it's silly. And then so like he's using this as like trying to insult me, but it's like, why would I have taken that picture? And put it on my Facebook if I thought it was insulting. Mm-hmm. It's always very strange with, if someone tries to use something that you've purposely 
put out there. Is you know, it's not like the best photo of yourself, and no, it's, it's, I think it's funny. It's got like yeah. two hundred likes on Facebook. Uh huh. Like you're in on the joke, but then exactly. they turn around and yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, dude. It's not like I put it's like every insult. I look fucking awesome here. Look. Oh man, Abdullah Abdallah Suli. Oh, I missed one. Uh, I will, uh, would intro watch Love After Lockup if there was a Rock and Roll Buck Zoom Off episode? I think we both watch that. that no, I don't think we could resist that to no. see. Rock- <laughs> Buck Zoom. I mean, it it definitely be kind of creepy and it probably yeah. disturbing on some that would level. Be hilarious. But then again, there were, there would be comedy gold buried in there somewhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No one cannot watch it. Abdallah Suli can intro take Michael Hayes. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say now I don't that he's older. But, but even, uh, even but, in his but, older state, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a legit big guy and stuff. And yeah, he does come from the era where you had to be tough mm-hmm. to some extent. Because you anyone in Mid South, like, you know, you had to be a, a tough guy. And he was a big drinker, so he's probably in bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, like maybe if I could get a good shot to the liver, he might just die. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, no, I don't think I could take him. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he is a much bigger guy than I think a lot of people realize, too. Yeah, he is a bigger dude. And in that, if oh, and if he has his pimp cane with him, God, I'd I'd just be done for. He'd knock me out with that thing. And Suli wants to know then if he if you couldn't if inch, if Michael Hayes beat you up, would you then finally respect the man? <laughs> I guess on some level I would have to respect him, but uh, I don't think I don't think I would like it. Yeah, I think you just. I think it said I'd probably lie and still make fun of him, but I think uh, you just have level. more. Yeah, I think instead of respect for him, you'd have more shame for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, have to kill myself. <laughs> That's very upbeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I don't want you to kill yourself. I don't want you to be suicide. Do the little bill. Suicide's coming alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a seventy percent uh, sale on Lucha Underground. Does this mean that the company's done for? Or they just. Uh, I hope they come back. Uh... I don't think it really, I don't think it could, I mean, it could mean that, but it could also just mean that they're getting rid of all their inventory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want some money and they don't want all this stuff laying around. Yeah. There's been a lot of people kind of leaving, like they've been venturing out side of Lucha Underground. I guess they've lightened up on their contracts or, or, or they're, they're just gone. Beats me. But, uh, I do want to see the next season because they set up for Dario Cueto's return and and everything. I want to see what happens. Curious. Yeah, I always like Jack Swagger's the champ. Well, Jake Strong, I believe is his name. Mm. So I want to see it. It's a good time to get yourself a T-shirt or something. Yeah, I I did kind of want a Lucha Underground T-shirt, and uh, they were kind of expensive back in the days, but yeah. They still look like they are, but you use this promo card code and you get 70% off. Damn. 70% off. Get a baseball cap. Hell yeah. I was looking at myself a soccer jersey. It was pretty cool, but they only have size small left. 
I've lost weight and I can uh, wear stuff that I didn't fit in before, but I do not wear a size small. Mm-hmm. Too small for maybe they're all these little things left. This is weird. The 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 hoodie is pretty cool. They only have sizes small, medium, and five X. Hey, out there, if you do find because five X hoodies uh, hard to find, I would think. I'll bet, yeah. So, uh, go get one. It's a good deal. Breaker of Bones. Yeah, there's a lot of the sizes that aren't in. A lot of 5X stuff is still there, though. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, big guy out there. It's a good, good time to get some cool shirts. Yeah. yeah. We know you're out there. We're talking to wrestling fans here. Exactly. And that's me fat shaming. <laughs> And I actually bought a, um, I don't have it yet. It's been sent. I should, maybe I'll get it tomorrow. No, but whenever I get it, I'll take a picture of it. I bought a, uh, Undertaker, a Hawaiian shirt that has, uh, Paul Bear on it, which really put it over the top for me. Yeah, excellent. Pretty sweet. Is this uh, an official WWE product? Uh, I believe, yeah, they're licensed. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I have to ask the, that because I, I I report back to uh, I WWE and everything. This comp I forget the company. I'm like Arn Anderson. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to doing that. Mm-hmm. You would think like man, total was, ass kisser. He was making yeah. sure the uh, shirt was not being sold. Mm-hmm. The 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 four horsemen shirt. He was making sure WWE got their cut. Exactly. <laughs> And the, he lightened up after he figured out that we weren't selling them. I uh, was at it was at the Roosevelts. That's the name of the uh, the company that sells them. The Roosevelts. They also make a really cool. I almost bought this, but their 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 shirts are pretty expensive. Uh, um, but someone might have got a deal to advertise it. But the uh, they have a really cool Bob Ross Happy Little Forest shirt. It's oh. like a Hawaiian shirt, like it's like it's his painting. And it's got Bob Ross like on the pocket. Most amazing thing about Bob Ross, you'd be watching this show, and he'd make this fantastic painting, and you, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, "Let's just put a tree right here," and he would put a big line right through the center, and you're like, "Oh my god, you messed it up!" And then he would make it work. I know exactly. He'd make it work. They got a shirt called Mount Crushmore, and it's the like the it's the uh, WWF uh, ice cream pops that uh, that Punk used to always talk about, mm-hmm. but they have old uh, wrestlers. I mean, old um, presidents on. So they got George, gorgeous George Washington, oh. Tommy the Declarator Jefferson, Teddy Rough Rider Roosevelt. And oddest Abe Lincoln. And Abe Lincoln's topless since you're flexing. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, weren't those ice cream bars just kind of like an ice cream sandwich? I mean... Yeah, but on a stick. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Just get you an ice cream sandwich. But those do sound pretty cool with the president's on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. They also make uh, Steve Austin, uh, Ultimate Warrior... Uh, the, the Macho Man Randy Savage and one of those four of them. 
can't remember now. You have to have a special uh, uh, like password to, to order them now. But uh, they'll be available later this month. I wonder what Abe Lincoln would think if you got him from the past and brought him to the future. Oh, Rick Flair. I'm sorry, Rick Flair's him. Yeah, I don't know. And showed him like how people got to think he's like his whole appearance was a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. The stovetop hat and all that. I wonder what he would say. He'd be like, well, thank God you saved me from getting a bullet to the head. Like, you're not supposed to know that. I, oh, I've altered time. Oh, God. It's There's a movie right there, buddy. So let's, let's call it Abe from the past. Yeah. Or time Abe Lincoln. Time. What yeah. if it's Abe Lincoln and he's on the Lincoln? He, so he, he comes in the future and he just like starts getting on all the social media websites. Mm-hmm. You including LinkedIn and stuff. Yeah, he gets on Lincoln and he makes Lincoln like the it, it over it takes over Facebook because they've got Abe Lincoln on Lincoln. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gets in a fight with Daniel Day Lewis. It's like you mm-hmm. pretender. They say uh, some people say he was gay, Abe Lincoln. Not that, that matters. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He lived with a dude, like even after he got married, and they slept in the same bed. <laughs> but they <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be a good indication. <laughs> I don't know about this honesty here. Uh, he's sleeping in the bed with some dude. Uh, every now and then, you hear some rhythmic so... slapping coming. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, I had a good time, Incher. I did as well. Sorry for challenging you to a fight. <laughs> That's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, you know, I never act on it. I know. You'd see me, and you just start smiling, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. plus, you're like, "Well, I can't get too close. You'll know I'm like, you know, got an erection." Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is a big. That, what if we were wrestling and one of us got wood? Would that be weird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it happens. It happens. <laughs> you can hide it somewhere. Yeah, I'll be, show you. Well, what if we both it. had wood? Then it would be just like, well, hey, there's something here. Hey, <laughs> Blinken gets in on this action. He's like, <laughs> Four scores and seven years ago. I like to fuck. Yeah. Get over here. Give me some of that sweet jackass. (laughs) And Dave's back there with a stovetop hat. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Abe Lincoln. I almost bought a stovepipe hat once. uh, And was at a a vintage uh, antique shop in uh, Main Street, Hyannis. And it was like from the 1800s. It was kind of expensive. It was like an okay. But... Oh, I was about to guess how much it was. Oh, I'm sorry. but uh, <laughs> but it was tiny. Like I tried it on, but it's way too small. Mm. But I think like uh, people had smaller heads back then. I wonder why. No, no GHB. I know it's hard to because I I have a couple vintage heads, but it is hard to find them in like. Uh, in like a lot, like I know it's not even like a giant size. Like a seven and a half is very hard to find. They're usually yeah. like six and three quarters, seven, seven and a quarter. You would think small. That, 
their heads would have been big, you know. Yeah, they had little heads back then. Mm. Oh well, bitches. I know, like armor is very small. Like most people can't fit in, like a like an actual like old suit, suit of armor. armor. Yeah, unless you're like Asian or something. So, oh, he might be able to get a suit of armor, I'm sure. That would be, that would uh, give him a strict strategic advantage. You you remember this instance? Uh, one it was I used to like the man, um, Lanny Poffo, till he uh, till he betrayed his family. But um, <laughs> back in the day when they had like come as you are battle royal kind of thing, and mm-hmm. he and he he would do some of them in a full suit armor. <laughs> so it's something for you. If you were in a come as you are. Uh, fight, so you could wear whatever you want. What would what would your your choice be? Come hmm. as you are, fight. You don't really do. You that, know, man. a football outfit really is a pretty good uh, suit of armor, and the, yeah. you you get you can do just about anything you want inside of it. You know, and it's 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 pretty good uh, set of armor. Got the knee pads and everything, and you got all your mobility. Yeah, yeah. the knee pads—that's good for you. <laughs> I'm not to protect your knees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when you're on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, like cleaning and stuff, cleaning all those Nintendo. You want like the face mask though—that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I just farted. It's really loud, but probably didn't pick up on the camera. Sometimes I think my farts don't stink, but I'm sure they stink. I mean, they're farts. Like, sometimes I think I get away with it. You mean they just don't have odor, or, like, you don't, like, you think they smell like Like, I fart, and, like, I'm, like, I think, like, I'm I'm getting away with it, but I'm I'm sure somebody smells it. Like, I, I think, like, like, it's like, okay, nobody, I don't think anybody detected that one, you know? But I'm sure they do. <laughs> what do you think? Do you ever think that you you, you kind of let it out like a, a little bit of a smidgen of a fart, and you're like, ah, nobody probably noticed that. Sure, sure. You know, but you know, everybody's probably noticing it anyhow. Sometimes, well, I know everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Are you are? Do you find farts funny? Like if I if like. I just like you know let out this big fart in a room. Would you just start <laughs> laughing? Um, I guess if it was like a room filled of people, it would be kind of funny. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I don't you typically do. find it like, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't either. It's pretty <laughs> stupid. I, I did a uh, do. I did do one a fart joke when I was a kid. Uh, we're in the Ponderosa that was up at the mall for a while, and one of my buddies, like it was four of us sitting there in the seat, and one of my buddies like, I smell something. And then I just went, <laughs> And I was like, now you do really smell something. <laughs> it, was, it was just the dumbest joke ever, but we found it very funny at the time. Yeah. And just gas that came out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People start passing out. And... <laughs> And then that Ponderosa went out of business. I think I was the, to blame for that. 
Yeah, there's no. I thought all Ponderos went out of business, but there's only one around us now, and it's over in Ohio. So I used to like Ponderos. I haven't been for ages, so I can't. I don't know if my if I'd still like it, but when I was uh, younger, I used to like. It seems like they're de- they're like killing out all the lower end like steakhouses. Like it's all just high end steakhouses anymore. Mm. But like yeah, Ponderosa, a... it would give you a steak that's edible. I don't think. Yeah, and then you got. Steak. I thought a lot of stuff in the buffet was good. They had mm-hmm. good uh, wings. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah, there was um, a real famous steakhouse, uh, Hilltop Steakhouse, in Boston. For years, I think it was, you know, for a long time, it was like the steakhouse that, I mean, there's other steakhouses, but that was the steakhouse everyone would go to. And it was off like uh, one of the, it was off one of the big highways. Mm-hmm. And I remember like a lot of the wrestlers would talk about it when they would do Boston Garden, they'd go to Hilltop. And uh, I was like, it, it closed uh, a few years ago. And it was really surprising because it was always like, when I was a kid, like, it was especially when we go to the airport, like if you had to go pick someone up or drop someone else. The when we were kids, like you know, we'd drive up there with your grandfather, uncle, whatever, and it would always like, oh, we're gonna go to Hilltop because, like, you know, it was right in that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's really surprising that it just went out of business. Yeah, or like Western Western Sizzler or whatever wasn't that like a a, a big? Well, chain? I mean, Hilltop was it was Hilltop wasn't a chain; it was just one steakhouse. But oh, really? Okay. Huh. Was it like a real expensive one, or was it no, kind of lower no, end? Kind no, of? yeah, it was uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, all steakhouses seem like they're all like really expensive anymore. So I just looked it up. It's on Wikipedia Hilltop. Um, it wasn't as round as I thought, but oh, it was. It was uh, found in 1961, and then uh, closed in 2013. <sighs> Mm-hmm. It was known for their 68-foot-high neon cactus outside, and they also had a bunch of cows, like uh, cow statues. Who's your highway? He says, got a steak in It was America's largest restaurant, both the number of customers. Served in sales volume. On a typical Sunday, at the hilltops for all in Ponderosa that accommodated 1,300 carnivores, rustled up about 7,800 meals. They serve nearly 2.4 million customers annually. <laughs> and now it's gone. So I'm sorry, what were you saying? Uh, Hoosier Highway said he got a steak at Ponderosa for a few bucks more with the buffet. It was pretty shitty steak. Um, yeah, the, the ones that I had like a few years ago, they, they were, I want to say they're the best cuts of meat, but, uh, you know. You get what you pay for, basically. But it was edible. You go to the Golden Corral, I think they give you stuff that's not even edible, hardly. It's just, like, all fat. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. But Golden Corral does have a huge-ass buffet. If you can't find something that you like, there's something wrong with you. But There's the hilltop. Hilltop. Let's check it out. Ooh, I like the I like the cactus. And, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, a lot of those places are just gone. Yeah, I think that sign's still there. It was up to a couple years ago. I remember I saw it. Now it's you know it's just there, but there's no building or anything. I mean the buildings are. 
Dang. Sad times. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I'm going to Cambridge, right next to the bed and breakfast I'm staying at, is a place called Frank Steakhouse. I'm looking forward to that. They say it's the oldest uh, steakhouse in Boston. Mmm. Cool. <laughs> Looks pretty good, too. They say, uh, I watched, uh, there's a show here, Phantom Gourmet. It's a local thing. And they uh, they go around to restaurants in New England. They a lot of stuff in Boston, usually. And uh, it, there was an episode with it on, and um, they said it's as good as the high-end steakhouses, like um, Ruth Chris and place like that, which you're going to spend a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, half the price, and you also get the appetite. You know, you get the uh, sides. I don't know if you know this, Andrew. If you go to, like, a, like a, a high-end steakhouse, they don't come with sides. You have to buy them all separately, so you got to pay, like, 10 bucks for a baked potato and ten dollars for like some green no. beans no, no, so really even, like even though the steak's like 50 and you think well maybe that's like but then you buy sides of stuff and it ends up costing like 70 bucks damn i went once to roost chris with uh with annabelle and it was like we had a meal and a drink and stuff and it came like three hundred dollars like holy fuck holy shit that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of money yeah was it good Oh yeah, it was probably the best steak I ever had. I, I'll be honest, but uh, oh, okay, but better for that, be for that. Yeah, it was just like swimming in butter, but uh, but, mm-hmm. but it was very good. You know, I don't like a whole lot of butter on my steak. Huh? Not a fan of that. It's bro, it's broiled in butter. So really, awesome. oh. that's how I make my steaks: uh, pan seared in butter. Then you uh, flip the get the brown butter. Then you uh. Ladle it over the steak mm-hmm. while it's cooking. Mm. I make my own uh, basil butter. I don't make the actual butter. I mean, I buy butter, but then uh, <clears throat> you're I not churning butter in your house. <laughs> but then I uh, I do grow uh, my own herbs, as you know. And I used to call me the mm-hmm. mint farmer. Mm-hmm. So then I get my basil and whatnot and chop it all up and make a big thing of butter and put it in the freezer. Cut it off when you need it. Hell yeah. Very good. You likes what you likes. I did see that, though. There, there was this thing going around Facebook. It was like, uh, how to make your own butter. And so I was reading it. And, like, people like, yeah, like, I'm doing this. And, like, you had to buy, like, you know, like a big thing of heavy cream and some other cream. And you had to buy all this stuff. And then, like, go through all this trouble. Of, I'm like, well, the, the, the ingredients alone cost, like, 12 bucks. And then all this time you're gonna put into to making the butter. Mm-hmm. It's like you can you can go buy like you can you go buy high quality butter for maybe like I don't know five bucks a pound or something. Like what the hell are you gonna? Why do all that? Yeah, I can't guess. imagine it's in, it's much better. Probably not even as good. Guess they ain't got anything better to do. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's cool to cook and make like your own stuff, but. You don't need to make your own butter. Now you're just being ridiculous. You know, Jack, I'm thinking about taking up a new hobby. I think I'm going to start making butter. All right. Get the butter. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Last Tango in Paris? Nope. Bring the butter. He uses it as... Uh, Marlon Brando uses it as anal lube. Oh. Huh. And the girl he's banging. 
which he says like I don't know, I don't know. There's a lot of rumors around that movie. Like he like really like either raped her or like I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it's a famous scene. Bring the butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oops it up. Never heard of this movie, but I believe you. It's it's before he gets really fat. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like when did it come out? Like seventies, uh, seventies, uh, I think. Maybe okay. earlier. Let me check. I'd say seventies. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a long time. It's weird to say I haven't seen since a kid. When I'm talking about screen. <laughs> <laughs> a scene like that. <laughs> I watch this. Movie. I mean, I did watch it when I was like eight. Um, the last yeah, nineteen seventy two. NC seventeen. It was there wasn't even NC seventeen at the time, so yeah. They, I thought that direct. didn't like start up till uh, like Showgirls and stuff like that. Yeah, it didn't. So I don't know what it was originally. Written. What does that Probably stand for? NC seventeen. No children under seventeen. Oh, okay. The difference between that and R is an R you can go see if you're under seventeen if you're accompanied by an adult. But an mm. NC-17, you can't, even if you are accompanied by an adult. Mm. So, yeah, the NC-17 did start up. It was like the early 90s, I think, something like that. And Because uh, I remember I had a um, – my mom signed a thing at the at the theater, that, I mean, at the, at the video rental, where I could rent any movies I wanted. She didn't care. But e- even with that, I couldn't rent NC-17 or X because mm. that would be – but I could rent you know, PG-13 or R. Oh, who's to tell you what you, you you know? That's the parents' decision. Yeah, I mean, I could see maybe you can't bring a kid to an X movie, but mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be yeah. Way here I'm with my with my son going to see you know. Debbie yeah, well, okay, okay, I, I can see but, that, but but yeah, if you brought him to see like uh, oh, uh, Urban Cat, what's like I don't know if it's Urban Cat. Well, I don't know some NC seventeen movie, whatever. Like showgirls, yeah, yeah, showgirls ain't that bad. Yeah. If you're 16 or something, watch a show. That's totally fine. Yeah, who cares? Maybe if you're Everybody uh, needs to see showgirls. That's <laughs> like this classic movie now. People like I can see people liked it because it's bad, but mm-hmm. people legit love it. Now. It seems Come like on. anything old has becomes classic. <laughs> I can honestly say I don't think like I've ever like sat through Showgirls. Like I've fast forward many times, but I don't think I've ever just watched it for its story. <laughs> Would you even say it has a good story? No, no, it's bad. <laughs> it's got it's got very funny dialogue because it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just reading some stuff here about the uh, move about last tango in Paris. A man pulls a woman's pants down without having advised the actress that was to happen, shoves a stick of butter into her rectum. Yeah. You, so, so she, so that man, that's crazy. You need to discuss this with somebody. <laughs> do it. I mean, that's just wrong. What psychopath made this movie? Well, I mean, Brando's doing it. Brando's sticking the, the butter up her ass. Jeez, craziness! But uh, uh, so. Bernardo 
Bertolici made it. Oh. Huh. Well, Bernardo Bertolici. Huh. Oh, he's dead. I can't I can't he's, scold him. He just died last year. Oh, shoot. I wanted to scold him. What else he made? Man, he made a lot of stuff. He's making movies up 2013. Dang. Didn't hurt his career. No, it's like, hey, stick the don't tell her. I want to, I want to, it's like when the, like, uh, your boy there, Kane Hodder, he's like, I don't want the, I don't want the kids to see me in my, uh, Victor Crowley makeup until I get out there. Mm-hmm. Get their initial reaction. He's like, don't, don't tell her that you're going to stick this butter up her asshole. I want to get her, uh, want to get her initial reaction. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you, could it be a case of like the actress just making it up? I don't or you think, think so. it's like legit? Like I, I mean, think it's legit. I've heard it many times. Really? Okay. I think it's a pretty big story. Huh. Well, that's that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Got to. So we got to do to make your art. I mean, this movie's. Uh, everyone knows. It. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what you do to make your art. That's. That's very wrong. Oh, man. I don't like they didn't tell... Uh, <laughs> so when you come at me with a stick of butter, I'm, you're not making your fucking heart. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good, though, for the video? It would like, get your real reaction. If you knew, like, well, he's going to stick the butter in my ass, I'll make, a, I'll make a woo face. But if you don't know, then we'll get, like, your real reaction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it might not be well your reaction. <laughs> Oh man, I'm going to go He's watch. Like, oh, Andrew it. brought a gun. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, Gogo says DJ Curly Bear goes in dry, making him cry. No butter for DJ Curly Bear. There you go. I do wonder why we don't have more female listeners sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so appropriate. All right. Hey, well, did you see how smart Alexa Bliss was on Raw? She's so smart. What'd she do? I don't remember. Well, they had one of those segments. It's like, it's women's history. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, like, so, I gotta go through this twice, since I do all sorts of stuff. So, you know, February's Women in, in Horror Month. So, I, you know, you just see it everywhere. And then now, March is just women's history. So mm-hmm. It was like two months now that there you go. I don't know. I don't know why WWE has to be like making all these packages and stuff. Does, it, does any fucking wrestling fan care? I do. I <laughs> just want to see the fucking power bomb. Well, there was a guy on our Facebook page who was bitching about Ultimate Beef uh, doing the um the Who Would You Rather poll polls. Mm-hmm. He's like, are we really? Are we really this you know, juvenile that we uh, that we would have to ask which which uh, you know diva that we would like to take the time out of our day to have sex with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We're we're that juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't group. <laughs> I don't know why that why there can't be both these things like where. You, if you're just asking who you think's hotter, why? That's fine. 
And that doesn't mean you don't respect them or you don't you don't care about their wrestling. Why can't there be both? Why can't you like uh, like them for their wrestling? But also uh, like to look at some of them. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to be mutually exclusive? That's kind of what I said. I mean, you can find them attractive and and like them, you know. Right. As and a, I'm not, and they don't all have to be attractive because I I think it's I, that's to me the best of all of wrestling is not to everyone the same because if they're all like super hot, then none of them are really super hot. But uh, or like uh, if all if all the wrestlers are real big, then none of them are big. It's good to have a variety of stuff on the show. Hmm. I like the. I actually enjoy the women's wrestling for the most part now, uh, but I also, you know, I like a nice ass. What can I say? Bam! There you go. And some of them should just be the ass. Some of the women should just be the ass on the wrestling, or the the, the TNA on the wrestling. And some of them, you know, they might not have that, but they're entertaining in another way. Everyone has their place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Beef sentence debated. You know, it used to be easy to tell someone was a troll, but now it's not always that easy. It used to be like, well, this is clearly so some guy being a gimmick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now it's, it's like you think, like, well, this guy can't be for real. Then you find out, oh, shit, they're for They are for real. I used to think that about that with that Australian guy. I, th- I would have bet money that he was fake. Um, uh, what was his name? Tommy DeLuca. There was no way in my mind that was a real human being. <laughs> and then I saw videos. And I was like, holy fuck. He's a real dude. Can't fucking believe it. Uh, I had the same experience with uh, one of the fans you sent me a picture of. I was just like, there's no <laughs> way that's a real person. <laughs> uh, like I, I figured it was a real person, but right, it wasn't right. the dude on the board. But it turned out, yeah, yeah. I felt kind of bad about that one. <laughs> uh, very weird guy. I'm still friends with him, but yeah. Three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, Hoosier says you're discriminating against the homos, but I don't think that's true. I think in your head is uh go. I would say in your head goes both ways. But Juju is there, and she's all the time posting, you know. Uh, dude show thick daddies and and uh and, and gay shaped guys showing that you know mm-hmm. their uh their big packages and their tight uh their well, buttocks and i know she stuff. got in trouble with facebook because somebody was reporting her stuff and exactly. i thought that was wrong exactly. for everybody in the group to you know and if you're if you're a fag and, and you and you getting off to finn balor's you know uh big dick when he's like on the when he gets in the ring and he like he lays on the on the uh, the ropes and he's like got his legs spread and he's like hey look at this that's totally fine do whatever you want to do I don't care why the hell do I care there you go enjoy yourself I don't give a shit <laughs> all right Jack get the butter <laughs> man. It's too bad I I brought this up because now it's going to be hard to, to, to fool you. If I just <laughs> if you see me coming and I I got like a handful like a stick of butter in my hand and a big grin on my face, you're like, oh, I know what's up. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be like, hey, what's going on? And then, oh, whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that, that that would be shocking for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I want <clears throat> the just wondering, like it couldn't be butter right out of the fridge because that would suck. You just look like a cold stick of butter up your ass, but. I like out in like a butter dish, so it's like it's you know still like right, rigid. I, I, I don't have any more time for this. <laughs> Just in this show. Good <laughs> lord! All right, get the butter. We're out of here. <laughs> See you all later. Yeah.